good. Look at it. We're recording. Look at it. We're doing it. Look at it. Wow. <laughs> um, so for for those listening, Samantha Hello. has actually been on the podcast before. But you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know <laughs> it, though, because it was not released. And the reason for that is because... Tell him, Benson. <laughs> so we did one back in February of 2020, and I didn't do the best job recording it. I did a <laughs> shit job recording it. Okay. Um, we could also partially so, put that on the nature of my, uh, the volume of my voice. It was both of the, our faults. The volume of Samantha's voice. <laughs> Um, she's what you'd call a loudmouth, and yeah, uh, <laughs> in the academic field, this is what we would refer to as a loudmouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, um, uh, like I didn't, I didn't set the recorder. I didn't use the right settings and whatever on the recorder, uh, and like my voice came through fine, mm-hmm. and hers didn't. Lucky you. <laughs> and, <laughs> Good for you, Benson. <laughs> but also, but also, like I. For some reason, back when I was recording then, I was using that machine, the, the Zoom H4n, and I yeah, put it I to mono mix. I was I put it to mono mix so okay. that both yeah. of our voices just go onto the same file. Oh, ooh. Which oh, meant yeah. there was a huge do. discrepancy. You were super loud, and then I was not that loud. It was just my podcast, practically. And also, <laughs> and also like, I could have used a, the onboard compressor or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> To like maybe tame your voice while recording. We'll see if it can be tamed on my yeah. like little headphone <laughs> microphone. Yeah. yeah. Well, I so, guess it's a it's a learning experience. Now you now yes, you know that yeah. you so the first time things. the first time Samantha was on, um, the recording was not in the best shape, and uh, we never uh, saw that, the light. That, of day. Episode, that episode lasted for like two ish hours. Yeah, it was long. I long. think you. I think you had said it was like the longest. I'm sure you've maybe had longer chats at this point, but I think at the yeah. time it was like one of the longest. It was the, it was the longest thing I'd ever done. <clears throat> and also, um, we talked about. We spent a lot of time talking about like the first thing on our list is Baba on, Booey. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone we'll who's get, we'll, really like, oh, I wonder what they talked about on that first podcast. Yeah. The first thing we'll, on the list we'll, is Baba Booey. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we ha- we talked about like having you come on another time to review the first time, mm-hmm. to, re- to review the first episode yeah, you were on, and it will still happen. And so, <laughs> and so this is this is it. It's this us, is what we're gonna do. This is us reacting to. I mean, in a way, it's like lost media. Like the yeah. internet didn't see yeah. the first round of this. Yeah, in fact, I um I shared the episode with Doctor Cinch. Oh God. <laughs> Did I? Oh, did we talk about him in our? We, yeah, we did. Although I did because I did it because it seems like um, Doctor Cinch is might be my biggest fan aside from myself. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and that's awesome. <laughs> but um, so we're going. So the first, I don't know, chunk of this pod of this podcast is going to be us running through this list I've typed up. Of the yeah. things we discussed on yeah. the first time you're on, yes. And then I suppose we could like 
have a no- normal conversation. Yeah, have a normal conversation <laughs> like normal humans, but not not <laughs> until that will only happen after we review this list. We cannot yeah. have an average conversation. Yeah, we cannot. We can't catch up until then. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is important. Um, I, this is the first time I've ever had like a quote unquote plan for what we're gonna do on a podcast. Amazing. But um, let's see. Let Let's see what happens. The title of this document is Topics Discussed on the Podcast with Bets and Ty the first time around with Samantha Nikitas. Rolls so right the off very, the tongue. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the very first thing we talked about was Baba Booey. And I think, I like I said when we were setting up, I didn't actually listen back to it yet. Um, okay. For, you know, for fear of hearing my own voice, for fear of it being like yeah. crazy distorted. But I do remember that, like, we talked about not knowing the origin of Baba Booey. Yeah. Um, and I still don't know. And, like, the first time we heard of you, we, I think both of us, the first time we heard of it was from Family Guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But and then, um, I know it's not from Family Guy. Yeah. Like, we, we, um, we were both introduced to it via Family Guy. Mm-hmm. But it's a tale old as time, I presume. <clears throat> Baba Booey. Baba Booey. <laughs> it's like now, a mantra. Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to Namaste, Baba Booey. <laughs> and your That's my favorite Beastie Boys song. Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba, Baba Booey. <laughs> Just end your meditation or yoga practice with a. Because there's bow a Beastie Boys song called Namaste. Baba Booey. For anyone, <laughs> for anyone who the joke was like, phew, right over the. <laughs> Ahead. <laughs> so happens. um so the next thing we talked about was um you like you keep losing reusable water bo- bottles yeah and that's and a, i yeah. think go ahead we i f- around the same time you lost a water bottle i found one yeah and i think we i think we determined that it is not the same water bottle. It was just a coincidence because I think we described the respective water bottles to each other and it was not the same. But yeah. But it was a coincidence. Because like yours had like white lettering yeah. or Yeah. It was I think it was like a U Heart brand water bottle. And I was pretty determined to not lose it as I did because everything that's in like the U Heart bookstore is just like Super probably, expensive. Yeah, it was probably $30 for that water bottle, and I just left it, I don't even know where. Yeah, I, f- I just found mine in a classroom. And, like, I mean, I waited a few days to see if, like, whoever lost it yeah. would come, like, find it. But then it's like, I guess they don't care about it. Um, uh, so it's a mind I'm going to err on a side of benefiting me. Absolutely. But I feel it. like that's so wild it. because... It myself. In February 2020, I feel like I would never do, I would never take a water bottle that wasn't mine that I just like randomly found in December 2020 because I'm just like, oh my god, that's like disgusting. Like, what if the water <laughs> bottle has COVID and then I yeah. will have COVID? <laughs> so that's where we're at. <laughs> I would never, would oh. never, even though I had in the past, I feel like my days of taking water bottles that I know aren't mine. That's, that's over. That's over for me. Yeah. And I, um, I, although I kind of really wish it was your water bottle. That I, I know found. that would, that would have been cool. I, probably, been... I don't know if I would have been like 
may I have the water bottle back? Or if I would have just been like, you know, you earned that finders, keepers, losers, weepers. It's the old saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I would have said. <laughs> I would have been like, this, this means we should do a podcast. Yeah, this means <laughs> it's a sign. Full circle. Full circle. It all it all goes back. <laughs> the the weirdest serendipity. Oh yes. <laughs> that that would lead us to be re- re- uh, recording a podcast together. Yes. And um, <clears throat> I think in the middle of that, the first time I like uh, moved your microphone a bit, mm-hmm. and then you let everyone know by saying the word adjustment. Adjustment. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was just verbally like out loud. You, like said, you just said the word adjustment. What was happening? Adjustment. <laughs> I don't remember. That's not on the list, so I I didn't recall that. But I do. That definitely does sound yeah. like if we were in person and you were to adjust my microphone, I can totally picture that I would just go adjustment. <laughs> and then you said, "Oh, good. Look, Benson's a pro with the audio equipment." I don't know anything about audio, so and I think I think we talked a little bit about this last yeah. time, but I don't really know much about audio. So whenever anyone knows anything about audio, not to say yeah. that you don't know a you know significant amount about audio and yeah. that you aren't a pro, but just whenever someone knows anything about audio, I'm just like, whoa, that person like knows what they're doing. Well, I mean, just like the fact the cor- that you had that little like that box recording machine yeah just the fact that that was present in the room with us i was like the fact that had microphones yeah i was like this is serious (laughs) well i mean i would say i'm i looking back on it hindsight is 2020 guys shut and shut up (laughs) (laughs) just shut up and i was not i was not a pro at that time well you learned some some things from our our last recording based on the fact that i i couldn't release yeah. yeah, that episode because yeah. it was recorded poorly. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, it's recorded poorly," and this is what I should have done. And that's how you learn. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> and then I think you um, you were saying something like something something. I'm speaking into this uh, blue microphone. You were oh, yeah. you were referring to the blue windscreen that was on the microphone. Yeah, and I decided to run with the joke. That no, these are sh- actually sure microphones. They're not blue. Blue is a different brand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio <laughs> gear nerd jokes. <laughs> Gotta love them. And then, and then I and then I said something like, "Although if blue microphones, if you want to send me shit, oh yeah, like sponsor. Come on, like Benson will <laughs> rep that ish all day, every day. If you send him some stuff in the mail." Just send, send me stuff, and just send and then, me um, things. Send Benson things. Twenty twenty <laughs> is the, the campaign slogan. Send Benson yeah. things. And then I think you were um, uh, <laughs> you were saying something like you you were, you were saying something talking about something, and then you're like you're like oh oh fuck, and then you're like wait, am I allowed to swear on this show? Yeah, that happens <laughs> to me. I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, and everyone has moments where they just accidentally swear and they don't realize until it like comes out. Well, first of all, you can you can swear anytime on the show. Anyone can. Beautiful, um, beautiful. But, but also for me specifically, um, like when you asked me, when you asked me, like if if you're allowed to swear, I had literally said shit like a minute before. 
but maybe the rules were different for me, as the list does say what I and then and then listening back listening back to it recently, you also said shit not that long after I said shit. Oh, but I I didn't ask the first time. I was I guess it was with like the the f bomb like. Fucking yeah. serious. That's serious business. <laughs> like you, that's <laughs> one you always have to ask permission for. <laughs> yeah, that you, you thought, like maybe it's a, it's there are different rules from yeah for, for women between the host and the guest. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we 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 settled on that women are not allowed to swear on the show specifically. Yeah, so we set the bar for everybody. Too. Or at least not women named Samantha. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think I'm the only guest named Samantha, so I'm I'm following the rule. Or I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not doing that. <laughs> You're allowed to swear, Sam. I don't care. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Fuck the rules. We break in the rules. Yeah. And um I I think the next thing we talked about was like back back when I was first starting this, I was um like at home. When I was first starting the podcast, I was like at home, yeah, and doing them in my basement. Yeah, this does and not how, look like. Um, is this a basement that you're in? Well, this is my bedroom. Okay, not but this is not like this is not where I would be recording. I would just I need like a actual table or something yeah. for people to sit at. Yeah, but um, and like when I first started it, I didn't have a website. Yeah. Like I, I early you on do, I I realized you need a website in yeah. order for this to be legit. Yeah. Because like in the summer when I was doing it, I wasn't gonna launch it until September when mm-hmm. like school started. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I should get a website. Sure. Because like I would be trying to contact people who maybe are not like good friends of mine. Yeah, and they'd be like, Who, who like is this? So, I mean, or at least like I know like I know them, but they're not exactly good friends of mine and they're yeah. like a- adults. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome, man. Like, do you have a link you can send me? And I'm like, uh, no, actually, uh, the, 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 nope. it's not launched yet. I don't have a website yet. Um, but trust me, and the, trust and, me, we're gonna do a podcast. We're gonna. It, <laughs> it will be a podcast. I, I I lure them into my house to record in the basement. <laughs> to record <laughs> to, a to, podcast. Do air quotes. <laughs> do <Yeah>. a podcast. <laughs> To do a podcast, which means to do a murder. (laughs) (laughs) In Benson. To do a murder. To do a murder. (laughs) Of course. That's my... That's my favorite TV show starring Viola Davis, How to Do a Murder. (laughs) I feel like you have a website of some sort now, or a place where all all of these goes. And you're on Spotify, which is... Like that's where guys, I'm on. I'm on all the places. Benson is on all the things. You can listen yeah. to him wherever podcasts go. Yeah. So, um, for for anyone listening, if you want to start a thing, uh, uh get a make sure you get a website, get a website. so that it looks like a legit operation, <laughs> and, and now you're not, not trying like to yeah trying to you're not a serial killer trying to learn for... lure people to your basement. It's good to get out there. I also <laughs> I really like the um picture that is on your website for yeah. your like bio right? yeah. <laughs> that's um actually um so for everything else i have mm-hmm. like my social media and whatever i use a photo the only photo i've ever taken of myself mm-hmm. that was from when i was like 12 yeah is it your was it in your email i feel like i saw it and i was like that's a tiny yeah one. i think that's 
I think that's my Google uh, profile yeah. photo. <laughs> and so the thing is, well, it, most of the time when you're looking through like social media apps, it's a very small uh, re- reproduction of like that image. So the yeah. thing is, if you look at it like that and it's that small, you can, you can and you see my name next to it. It's like, yeah, that totally looks like Benson, even <laughs> yeah, though he's 12 years old. Yeah. And so the only actual current photo of me is the one you see on my website mm-hmm. of me doing for people if you want to look (laughs) Look at it it. if you want to know what it looks like just just visit my website yeah swing by it's me doing the face like that's crunching up your uh, like neck and you're like there it is perfect it's like it's like ricky gervais and his um the photos he does of himself in like in the bathtub oh my gosh yes it's just like that anyway so um get a website get a website so that people don't think you're trying to kill them uh absolutely yeah and um the that that day we did the first podcast Mm -hmm. i didn't it was on a friday yeah and i didn't at that during that semester i didn't have any classes on fridays so (laughs) i I thought you were i thought you were just gonna like stop there say like i didn't have any classes and i was like wait what (laughs) you didn't (laughs) Were you not enrolled last semester? <laughs> so no, confused. but like I didn't have classes on Fridays that semester. So mm-hmm. I had driven out just to, to to podcast you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I think at the time I didn't realize that you were a commuter. And I was like, oh, Benson, like we're just going to go walk, both walk to this place where we're going to meet. Like he's going to walk from his respective place and I'm going to walk from mine. But you yeah. drove an hour out, yeah. it said. Yeah. Yeah. That's dedication to the, that's, I mean, I feel like that's dedication, like, not just to the podcast, but to, like, school in general. Like, I feel like I would, not personally me, like, I loved living on campus, not because, you know, campus is such a wonderful place to live, but just because it's super convenient. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I think right afterward, you were, you, you let, you let out the most genuine, like, Oh, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just like, why would anyone? That's so cool. Why would anyone drive an hour out just to talk just to, to me talk about Baba Booey and <laughs> and book heading out, and we'll we'll get to all of these things. <laughs> and then I think, um, oh, and she, you, at the time, you said like you feel like you're officially in your twenties because oh, you're yeah. on a podcast. I still feel that way. I still feel like. The mark of young adulthood is being either like a podcaster or I feel like you have to be a special kind of person to do like a YouTube channel. But I see that (laughs) that kind of feels like an entirely different thing, like being a YouTuber versus being a podcaster. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like I see a lot of people doing the podcast and I feel like the podcast is starting, not that it hasn't always been around, but I feel like they're like making a big old comeback and like everyone wants to have a podcast. And I think we started talking about my friend and I, we almost had a pod or I don't want to say we almost had a podcast because we didn't almost had a podcast or have a podcast. We were just like, Oh, what if we did this for a podcast? You almost thought about having a podcast. Yeah, We almost thought about like seriously setting up a podcast, but realistically we were just like the podcast would be this and we will never record it <laughs> it's I just like never you're... <laughs> i 
I think we maybe think came you, up for like yeah. we started to brainstorm like names and then we did I don't even think we like picked a name I think picking a name for a podcast could maybe be like the fun part but then you're like oh I actually have to maybe like learn things about audio and how to set yeah. all of that up and that's <laughs> I was just like mm, if I can't do it instantly <laughs> why do it at all I think um well I had the me trying to select a name from my podcast. Yours is very, very simple. <laughs> <laughs> very well, minimalist. Yeah, it is. It's for those who are not aware, who are listening to this, but not are not aware of what the title I is. I don't know how um, that could come about. <laughs> it's, it's called The Podcast with, with Benson Ty. I think it, when you originally told me, though, it wasn't like, I think you told me like, it's just called the podcast. Like you didn't even say like with Benson Ty. So it's just like, yeah, <laughs> because I mean, like when you Google the podcast with Benson Ty, like that comes up. But I think if you were to just Google the podcast, you <laughs> <laughs> that would be almost like impossible to to get <laughs> Yeah, to rise to the top and just become like the first thing that pops up when one looks up the podcast. Yeah, I um, I think I specifically did name that so that when I tell people about it, it's like, oh, so what's what's the name of your podcast? Um, the podcast. <laughs> it's called and the podcast. Like, hmm. well, and where the do we is, go from here? <laughs> you can you you can look at it in like multiple ways because you can say, oh, it's the podcast with Benson Ty as in it's the only podcast anywhere that's hosted by me. It's not a podcast with Benson Ty because yeah. that would imply that there would be a few of them and this was just well, one of them. Well, you can also think of it as like the official title is literally just the podcast. The podcast. And then Time subtitle font size with 12. Benson Ty because he hosts it. It's called the podcast. With Benson Ty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think you and your friends I think you said your idea for it was like an like giving advice to people or something like that. Yeah, we <laughs> It's so I feel like in retrospect looking at it I was like I feel like that could have either been like a cool idea or but I feel like most of me thinks it was just kind of like dumb cuz my <laughs> idea was yeah, we wanted to do like an advice column but yeah the advice column was going to be that it was me and my other friends, the so two of us, and one of us would be drunk and one of us <laughs> would be um, high on marijuana. And we never set it up. <laughs> I, when I say it out loud, I'm just like, that sounds so fucking dumb. Um, I feel like it could have potentially been interesting, but I'm also just like, it feels kind of like odd to, I mean, I know people obviously recreationally smoke pot and people go out to bars, but it feels so odd to like schedule a time where you're going to gonna be sit down and with drunk. your friend. Yeah. To be high and drunk. And I but was just, like punctually and productively because you're going to yeah, record it. Yeah. I was just like, I, I don't know if that, yeah, that's not, that doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound like a recipe for success. I think, I mean, when, there's that, when you're drunk and high, you should just yeah. be drunk and high. You shouldn't necessarily go. <laughs> There's this podcast hosted by a comedian named Doug Benson where oh. they get high and like talk about movies called Getting Doug with High. Doug 
Oh, with hi. I feel, well, I feel like it's one, yeah. I mean, I guess there are plenty of podcasts where people are probably like getting high during their podcast, if not like for as a feature of the podcast. But I I don't, I mean, if it's, what is it called, you said? So it's called Getting Dug with High. Getting Dug with, yeah. So, I mean, like the goal of the podcast is to listen to like a high person talk which i guess you know there's a which you can do you can, <laughs> you can do, do that anywhere yeah you can do that anywhere um and people will listen to it but i, I don't know i <laughs> guess i guess it just feels weird to like think about yeah. like scheduling time <laughs> to specifically be high yeah. and <laughs> try to have a productive entertaining conversation that just feels like yeah. a lot of <laughs> yeah. all right so um i think the next i think what it this morphed into you asking me about well, like what it takes in terms of equipment or something. Yeah. And like basically like at the time when we were when we did the, the that session, yeah. I literally had a microphone for each of us mm-hmm. and then the recorder. That was it. Yeah. And that's all. That's all there is to it. And like or I guess um, I guess it didn't you, work out in our case. <laughs> <laughs> episode, I was like, oh well that's all you need, but maybe you need more or less than that if it I didn't mean, turn out correctly. Was, I could have used a different mode on yeah, that recorder yeah, that. to independently set our levels. So is that what's happening like right now? Like our level are we independent? We're on different tracks. We're yeah. gonna be on different tracks. So that will so I, like make I'll it have easier more I can have more control fine tuning it. Beautiful. And also um, so like you would need microphones for whoever's there and then a recorder and then I guess a computer in order to like edit it, Yes. which, um, I think we got into a thing about how you have garage band on your Mac. I do. As, as which all I, Macs I, have, I affectionately refer to as garage band. Garage band. Yeah. yeah. Well, garage I mean, band. as all Macs do, because I believe it just comes with your yeah. Mac, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, I don't know. Well, oh. obvi- we're recording in like um, we're in like a browser thing, yeah. Right now, which is so. I mean, for for yeah, back in the before times when you could meet in person, you could just do two microphones, a thing, and then a computer later to edit. Yeah, now it's the computer. I feel like oh gosh, what was I just about to say? It's just like well, <laughs> I feel like what I was gonna say probably pertained to just like how quickly coronavirus happened i mean like yeah. i can't believe that one of the last I mean, like a I month did. after we recorded yeah basically yeah or, and, not, or, or rather um like it got serious it was declared a pandemic and everyone was sent home a month after we recorded yeah and i feel like when we first got i think this was along the lines of like what i was thinking but i feel like when we first got sent home it coincided with our spring break And we were all kind of, or at least me and my friend group, we were like under the impression that we'll probably have, you know, an extended break, maybe two weeks as opposed to like one week. Um, And then we'll go back and then like, we'll be together again. (laughs) That obviously is not what happened. And that's, it's just so like (laughs) jarring to me to think that like in February, when we recorded the first podcast, like we had no idea about yeah like, what was we had <laughs> i mean coronavirus was a thing it was in the united states but i feel like everyone was still at that um we were all kind of like downplaying it i think like i mean it was first documented in december in the, yeah. in the previous december 
I remember, I remember though, like when my students, when I was doing my student teaching, like when they were like, a lot of them were like really nervous about it. And I would tell them stuff like, oh, like it's not as bad as the flu because that's like what we were hearing about it at the time. I feel like when we were first starting to talk about it in America and obviously it is not just like the flu or this would not (laughs) we would be maybe in person having this conversation (laughs) if it were just like the flu um yeah but here we are on zoom yeah and um now I feel weird that we keep going on tangents actually having a conversation but then I still want to get through the thing (laughs) I know I know yeah no (laughs) I swear I don't have COVID I've never had COVID. Um, I haven't had COVID either. I've been lucky to get um, tested every week at my job, but I know I know some people who have had COVID, but not me. Now they're dead. No, no. <laughs> very, very luckily for me, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know anyone personally who has passed away from COVID, but I do know yeah. like people my age who have gotten it, um, but haven't gotten super sick from it, which is muy bueno. We love that. Yes. <laughs> love when people don't don't die. Right. Now on a lighter note, um, <laughs> this next this next next item says Benson did not and still does not know what he's doing. Mm. Do um, you know although, a little bit more what you're doing than at this t- like that time. I would say so. Yes. Like now, I'm recording each person on a different track. Where Were I you can, not doing that at all before? And I was like, when you <laughs> was I like I was the realization so, that. Kind Maybe of, yeah. Because um, like, because during, the, at that time, I was still not, I still, I did not know what I was doing. But like, I knew like this particular mode on the recorder I had, I'm like, I know how to work this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have, like, I'm comfortable using, I like, I it's, don't, yeah, it's been why, fine so far. Yeah, like, even though um, it mixes both channels down to a single file mm-hmm. and you can't independently set levels for each microphone. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I can work with this though. I like, it's fine. And then you had me on the podcast and you were like, oh, I yep. cannot work with this. Yeah. Let me get a different recorder that yeah, has so long as there actual are, yes. physical knobs to set the, the level for each input. So long as and there I, are, I guess, like Sam Nikitas in the world, that <laughs> that recorder is not going to cut it yeah. or whatever and, um, mode that was. Yeah. And um, next, uh, you, you said you listened to Chuck's episode at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, how have you seen? Well, have you seen Chuck? Because obviously, I have not seen Chuck. Um, I had a class with him um, in fall this past fall. Okay. Was it like? Because so I, I, I have no clue what even classes look like for college right now. So was um, it in person? They do it remotely, where wherever they can. Yeah. So I that, that one class I had with him was remote. We okay. would meet like on a Zoom call every week. Okay. How is Chuck? Um, I think he's good. Um, I just I'm podcasting him a couple of days from now. Awesome. Whoop whoop. And I've yeah. Yeah, his episode I think he, his episode was intense. I mean he had a story about like how ICE like he almost got deported. deported him. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, is he at home in Canada doing remote yeah. classes? He is? Yeah. That's, so yeah. The plan for fall 2020 was to have people like come in, of course, like get tested and whatever before they come in, mm-hmm. um, have remote classes when, where, where it does make sense. Yeah. 
and then have like also like every week grab a random sample of students and test them. Yeah. And then um, have every when when Thanksgiving comes around, send everybody home and then finish out the semester online. Yeah, I think so a that lot there's of less did that. Yeah. Have them stay home until spring semester so that there's less big um, yeah. events of people coming and going from the university. Yeah, like Thanksgiving, I'm sure that would have yeah. been like a disaster. Yeah, like or the, the coming back after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, that's rough for, for Chuck, though, because I know that at UHeart, he was like very involved in sports. And I'm sure that, and well, I mean, I'm sure no one is really involved in sports right no. now. <laughs> No sports. Well, I think I I honestly can say I have like no clue what's going on at UHeart. Like I have not really kept in close contact with anyone who is still there right now. Um, but I feel like I last heard that they were going to have like basketball games, but there wasn't going to be like the pep band or the cheerleaders or anything. Yeah. So I- so was there like a basketball season or were there like, no, <clears throat> I'm so not a sports person. So I'm not the so person. You're like, I really don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but from that what is- I can gather, it's like they did like, I can only assume they like canceled most, if not all the sports things. Yeah. 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 It's so weird. I feel like I, in a way I feel like very happy that I graduated in the spring, even though like yeah. I couldn't get a formal graduation or like a, decent ending to my undergrad college experience um I honestly like don't know if I would have gone back to school if they were gonna be like yep this is what it will look like baby I feel like I would have been like I can wait on that (laughs) I don't know I don't know if I would have wanted to go back guys I can wait yeah I would have even if it was my last year I I feel like I would have been like oh I don't know You can come back, except we'll be on. Yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm good. Yeah, like, I'm good. Right. That's another. I thing. know I'm I was, almost. I feel like if I had withdrawn, I mean, again, not like this is a situation I had to actually think through, but also if I had withdrawn, I don't know if I would have come back in the later future, even. So <laughs> I'm very glad that I graduated. Call me when back when you don't have COVID. When yeah, it's right. <laughs> right. And is um is like tuition less than what it was before? Is anything less expensive? <clears throat> well, because inflation is a thing, ah. tuition freaking inflation. Uh I, I mean tuition's going up. But like um Yeah, it always has been. There They're are some people who something on campus too. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure but is, there like, are some why? people who um I noticed they were allowed to be completely remote. Uh-huh. So yeah. they like it like if it were a normal quote unquote normal year, they would have lived on campus. Yeah. But then they were given the the chance to be remote so that they don't have to pay for like room and board. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And nice. um nice. so next thing. Yeah. Next thing. Yes, on the list. Let's go. You said I think you said you were sad that you wouldn't have um any more because at the time you were about to graduate. Yeah. You said you were you would be sad that you wouldn't have any more classes with like Julie or like Mark Blackwell or Dr. Cinch. Yeah. I mean, I think at the time I wasn't taking many classes because I was mostly student teaching, but I did have one class with Julie once a week, 
so it's always good oh, i just said good really strangely whatever um, <laughs> auto auto tune it in the in post auto tune my voice is that um, is that because you read the next point where i spelled good weird <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i wonder if i <laughs> i wonder if i was so i didn't even notice that but i wonder if i was subconsciously looking at it um, that's so funny um but yeah julie is an angel and the recommendation letter that she wrote for me when i was looking for jobs was so good and nice um and i feel like i don't know i wouldn't have ever wanted to live in connecticut post-college but i feel like i wish i could like kind of visit campus if, if that's not like a weird alumni thing to do like i don't know if it's lame for people who have graduated to come back because i feel like that's a thing in high school kind of like when yeah when people who have graduated high school and then go to college they come back it's either like really cool or it's like oh like just move on just <laughs> just get out of here so i don't know if it would be like that but i part of me wishes that like i could go visit julie and like see what's yeah. up but well if um if covid that. wasn't a thing you could have um come back to visit me to be on a podcast i know i know yeah. and that's what we were planning originally i remember like when you first reached out to me we were, we were like thinking that it could happen sooner than later at that point but yeah. <laughs> and here we are in december and it still has to be through a zoom call yeah but yeah mark blackwell and, and brian cinch i think and julie mm. of course yeah. um and by the way the next, the next item on the list reads: We love Mark Blackwell because he talks stuff good. He talks stuff good. He does. I mean, I, I think kind of what we talked about with Professor Blackwell, or like we didn't talk with him last time, but what we talked in regards to him was his classes were really enjoyable because he obviously like knows so much, but when he like it's talking, it doesn't come across in a way that I don't know is like intimidating or like uninviting. Yeah. Like I feel like with some professors, it's obvious that they know a lot about their subject area, but the way that they deliver it is just like I don't know, boring as fuck, and you like <laughs> don't want to engage with it in any way. But he, I don't know, his classes and the like way he kind of I guess carried himself even was always just like very inviting, and he always had a way of like going off of whatever comment you had contributed to class that always made you feel like, Oh, maybe I also know some things too. If Mark Blackwell yeah. is going on, you know, this tangent about paradise lost after I have offered my, my input on paradise lost, maybe, maybe I do know something because Mark Blackwell yeah. has something to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. Like having classes with Mark Blackwell, like every session felt like basically a podcast where like you just say, you <laughs> yeah. say stuff to Mark and then and he, he starts saying, stuff to say, yeah. yeah. And then and he, he, he has like it. eight or nine rather interesting points to say. Yeah. And like, that's that, like, that's part of the reason why I wanted to talk to him on the podcast. Yeah. Cause and, he just, he's very good at having conversations. Cause I feel yeah. like in some conversations or in some classes, a student or a professor will say something and then the conversation will just kind of fall flat or you only have like a few things to work off of. But with Mark Blackwell, it's just like, bam, bam, bam. Like the info keeps coming. Yeah. And um, 
And of course, like I wanted to, I got him on to presumably have a smart conversation with him <laughs> and then spent the first 17 minutes talking about pickles. I love that. <laughs> 17 minutes dedicated to pickles. Wow. But that's just the kind of guy he is. He has so much to yeah. say about everything. Anything. Even if it's just pickles. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess you I guess you could also describe me that way. So I feel like that's a I feel having like both of us point. on a yeah. podcast, two guys who have so much to say about anything. <laughs> well, I feel like that's a good quality to have as like a podcast host because I feel like I don't know. I feel like there are some times where I've like listened to podcasts and I feel like people usually who have podcasts, you know, are the kind of personality where they always do have something to go off of and they keep going. But I feel like I've listened to some podcasts that I don't know, the hosts, I feel like it's usually multiple hosts, but sometimes, especially with like podcasts that are just like friends and they're just kind of like in the same room as each other and they're very comfortable with each other and comfortable with having like you know in terms of silence but sometimes they keep the silence like in the footage and it just or not the footage I guess but in the audio recording and it's just awkward for for the listener I don't know I don't know man I don't know um there's um I mean sometimes I well there's one there but (laughs) (laughs) there it goes there it goes I don't know. It's like it's it's all. It, I think it's all about like. I guess you're um, making sure that you're kind of interesting. That you know how to spin something, even if you're like not totally knowledgeable about it, to spin yeah. it in a way so that you can kind of talk about it. Yeah, I just feel like sometimes yeah. with like podcasts that I listen to that are between friends, it's just like sometimes the conversations you hear will be like so quick and short with one another because that's just like you know the way that people who are around each other to that degree you know as like best friends are I don't know I don't know Uh, I just feel like with some podcasts that are between best friends there's just like inside jokes that I don't feel left in on and they don't like explain to the viewer like what's going on so it's just kind of like mysterious oh because like the ones I've had with like just peers of mine yeah like we like we end up talking and we it's not there's not a lot of dead air we do keep the thing going we I keep up with a, each I other think there's a difference with this podcast though because it's not as if that friend is always with you i think it's different mm-hmm. when like if you were a podcast and it was hosted with someone else who is also your best friend who you see all the time yeah although i mean like i, f- I feel like if um if i did have of a like a best friend who I did a podcast with, we would be, we wouldn't be like very short. Or, yeah. I don't know. I feel, like like I've your, just, I feel like I've just heard some podcasts recently that I've like tried to get into that are just like two best friends and they have their own sort of like inside jokes with one another that they don't, <laughs> I, I feel mean, like they don't let me in on their secret. And I'm like, I, I want to know. I mean, we might have inside jokes, but it's not I th- like the way you're describing it. It sounds like monosyllabic. Yeah. Like them, just asking each other how they're doing that day. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. That was a, what's up doggy? Sorry. That was a dog. Do you hear it? Yeah, I do. All right. She'll, she'll stop in a second. She just, you know, she just needs to do dog things. No guys. I'll cut, I'll cut that out. But, yeah, um, we'll, cut, we'll cut the dog things out. It's okay. Dog. But, um, you know, the, 
like the the problems I've had were with like people mm-hmm. I would have on who are like um say professors I don't know very well. Yeah. Or who or just people who are like adults and like expect this to be yeah, like an like, actual like interview. Like real adults. Adults here yeah. adults. I know I know we technically qualify as adults, but Yeah. Like cuz like I would be talking with them and they would they would not understand that it's supposed to be just us talking. Yeah. And so they would offer like and like responses that sound a little too uh, rehearsed or stilted or oh, yeah. nervous because they're yeah. they're not exactly comfortable or familiar with the idea of just us talking. Yeah. It's so strange. Where are we on the right. list? Um, <laughs> I think the last at, at this point this is talk I figured we would spend like an hour and a half going through the list and then like another hour and a half just talking. But uh-huh. like at this point we're 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 just like mixing it up and i don't know I, I have no idea how we're gonna finish this but <laughs> we can get okay, it done. so mark mark blackwell and brian cinch at the time were on like semi-sabbatical like they were yeah. on sabbatical but because they have like administrative positions in the college of arts and sciences mm-hmm. they were like still on campus for a little bit to like do that mm-hmm. yeah they weren't around as often as they previously were and obviously mm-hmm. now they're just at home or are, yeah. like professors on campus and stuff. Is anyone like on campus for any purpose? Uh, not really. So weird. <laughs> That's so strange. Maybe Doctor Cinch, so he can chair things. <laughs> Just hanging out. So he, can, so he can chair the department. But yeah. All right. Do people, um, do people get paid to be on late night talk shows? Yeah. This, do people do people get paid to be on late night talk shows? Do they? Do we? Did we come to a conclusion last time when we talked I about? I think we it? concluded that the the fact that you're on the show getting exposure is the payment. I guess. I feel yeah, but I feel like there are talk shows though where the guest is like very well known and doesn't necessarily need exposure to be paid. Yeah. Or or <laughs> exposed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if, yeah. I mean, if you're a bigger person and you're going on, like, I don't know, I. I was trying to think of like a talk show off the top of my head, but I don't know any off the top of my head. Jimmy um, Fallon. Yeah. If you're going to go on that, I feel like Word. you already have to be pretty well known to be yeah. like on Jimmy Fallon. So I don't know really what that exposure is doing for you. It's just kind of like, yeah. Oh cool. You're on Jimmy Fallon. Like that's an achievement. Yeah. And um, I mean, and I suppose like if in the future, probably the thing I'd be most known for is probably would probably be the podcast. If mm-hmm. I ever, reach any modicum yes. of success. Yes. And I guess if like Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert were kind enough to invite me on to the, to their show to like mm-hmm. plug the podcast, I'd probably fuck it up. Yeah. Right. I, well, I feel like, I feel like another thing about talk shows and interviews in general, especially with like more well-known guests is the fact that I think a lot of them are like trained through what to say or like to some degree already know what they're going to say and what they're going to be asked. It's not like you get on the talk show and you have no idea of what questions are going to be asked to you. Yeah. Like they, they do brief before the show. Mm -hmm. Like what is it? Like, do you know, what do you want to do for, are you going to like, like if they're a comedian, like, do you want to do like sit down, stand up for seven minutes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or do you, or do you want to talk about this? Like you just had a baby or whatever. Um, <laughs> you just had a baby. Do you want to talk about the baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I, I think the one person I do know about 
who didn't really do that was like Craig Ferguson. I don't think I, I, I can't say I'm familiar with Craig Ferguson. Uh, the Scottish guy on the Late Late Show. The Scottish guy, that, that, that does not ring uh, anymore. Okay, that was pretty. But, like, <laughs> but um, you know, because if, but like, I, th- I feel like, um, if I like, if I were to be on, they would brief with me and be like, like, we're gonna talk about the podcast, okay? Cool, thanks. And then <laughs> I would be like, but then, but then I would be on the show trying to plug all the things because like things. I do have a podcast and that's what I'm here for. But um, I also, uh, I made this movie. Um, I, re- I made this record that you could listen to. <laughs> You'd be um, like, I did this. I did this. Look at all my things. I, re- I brought my guitar. If you want me to <laughs> <laughs> entertain you, I can serenade you. I'm a Renaissance man. <laughs> <clears throat> and, um, and, Okay, so the next thing is, <laughs> so Sam thinks Benson has a wonderful speaking voice, Benson and I disagrees. Dis- Benson disagrees. And I think we talked about. I feel like it's kind of just in most people to not when they hear their own voice back, they're like, "Ugh, that's disgusting." Like I think that's just <laughs> kind of how people feel about hearing their yeah. own voice because when you hear it in your head it doesn't sound the same as what other people hear yeah because um as i said in the in the first session it's because when you hear your own voice vibrating through your skull mm-hmm. you're you you are hearing it vibrate through your own cranium so you get a little more bass response so it might sound deeper to you yeah. than it does like out in the real world yeah although in my case it's because um i straight up don't i don't like um, the, the, the color of my voice, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I don't, I've, I've heard other people tell me like I have, uh, they, they like the sound of my voice, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, uh, like Benson, you have such a great voice for this internet radio thing. I'm like, no, like, I don't. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you're here doing it and your, yeah. your podcasts sound good. So yeah. Well, and, and then. <laughs> I feel like there's been uh, people with more annoying voices who have had podcasts. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I think I said something like maybe after doing stuff in post, it might sound good. Yeah. And then you let Auto-tune out, and though. then you said this. You said something. You let out the most disappointed, kind of offended. I'm sitting across from you, and you think it sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting across from. Wait, what does sitting across from you have to do with it? <laughs> I said something about it might sound good after I do so I do stuff in post. Oh, okay, okay. You're like I'm listening to you in real time, sitting at a table across from you. Oh, you okay, got it. Terrible. That's what I was. I'm sitting across from you. Just like take my word for it. I can hear you. I'm using my ears. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you disagree with the compliment I'm trying to give you? Right. <laughs> so rude. I'm just trying to say you have a sexy voice, Benson. Come on, Benson. It's a compliment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, I mean, I guess, like I said, I feel like most people have a different idea of what like their voice sounds like yeah. than it actually does. But I feel like you probably, because you have a podcast and you spend time listening to and editing your own podcast, you probably have like a pretty realistic idea of like, okay, this is what, I sound like. Yeah, I've um, I've spent so much time listening back to myself that mm-hmm. I've pretty much reconciled. 
Yeah. The, like the, the voice inside my head and the voice out in the real world are basically the same now, so I don't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, desensitized to that, like, cringe that people have when they hear their own voice. Because I feel I'm like desensitized that's, to myself. De- <laughs> what a one. Aren't we all a little desensitized to ourselves? It's like how you can't smell thing. yourself. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but now it's um it's it's your voice my it's or at least it's my voice to it's myself the voice but not the smell i can't hear myself <laughs> i can't hear myself i can't smell myself <laughs> just like you can't see your nose like your brain like your eyes i think can technically see your nose but your brain yeah. like, ignores it so it's just yeah. like that basically yeah, yeah kind of like that <laughs> All the senses. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the next thing is about actors. And like, Carol, you admire actors who do like impressions or accents. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's just, I feel like when I think about like actors and people who I enjoy, just like, I wonder what we, I feel like that must have come from a specific context of like what we were talking about. Because I feel like when I think of like actors that we were, I like. We were talking about like. changing your voice changing how your voice sounds being able to oh yeah that's yeah i mean because i feel like even though i don't know not that i've necessarily like ever tried to change my voice but i feel like some people are just like really good at it and like making themselves sound a particular way and i feel like i don't know that's hard because like you said what you hear for scientific reasons that you explained that i didn't absorb well enough to (laughs) recite back to you um but you explained it earlier like why your voice in your head sounds i think like kind of deeper than it really is so i feel like if you're i don't know if you're like an actor who does an impression of a specific person or if you're like a voice actor particularly and you're trying to like capture a certain character voice like it's hard to make yourself sound that way when you can't even really like hear what it really sounds like in your head well a lot of voice actors also tend to be singers so really? they're like That's really in tune yeah you're I didn't know because when you're doing impressions it's basically like you're trying to hit a note right? <laughs> it's like you're, you're singing trying, talking kind of because you're trying to um posture like every all like the things in your your body all mm. your throat in order to produce a particular sound. So it's mm-hmm. like um, being being able to control your body in order to, produ- to um, direct it to produce the sound you want. Yeah. Whether it be in singing or doing impressions, it's kind of the same mechanism. mechanism. Yeah. I think it's interesting too because like when you talk as yourself, you have a particular, I guess, like cadence in the yeah. way you speak. And so when you're doing impressions, it's not only that you have to like make your voice sound different. It's that you have to like talk in a different rhythm to match. Like, like, I guess a good example that I can think of is like when people do impressions of president um, Obama, they will like talk (laughs) like you can hear how it sounds like in your voice or in your head. Like he has a certain like cadence that contributes to, you know, doing a Barack Obama impression. Yeah. And it can even be like the smallest things in terms of say, like how you place your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Or like where you flick your tongue or when yeah. or something like that, where, where you place your tongue in, on like particular syllables. Or yeah, man, I am like not 
that in tune with my body to be able to do <laughs> like to be con- like conscious of all those things going on. What? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neither am I. I. <laughs> we do, we just talk and we are ourselves. The next bullet point just says in quote um, in quotation marks crises. It doesn't because... have a question mark, but I'm adding a question mark because I'm not <laughs> quite sure. Okay, so because you said some, you were trying to say the word crisis. You were trying to pluralize. Oh, the was word I saying crises? And you were saying like crisis. Uh, I corrected you saying crises. Oh, that's such a shame that I would make that error. Um, I was an English yeah. major and an English teacher that I would say yeah. crises. And then you were like, "Wait a minute! I think I think Chuck said the same. He had trouble saying the same <laughs> plural, pluralized form of the word on, on his the episode. Podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Now. <laughs> it was the same um, ending, but it wasn't the same. His was series." Series. And the plural, the plural, the series, series eyes. Series. The still series. Man, it's so, it's so hard. Um, like, like trying to, something I need to work on as like a teacher, I guess, is like figuring out how to explain all of these like grammatical rules to children when I don't fully understand. Yeah. The grammatical rules myself. Like, why shouldn't then, it be crises? Why must it be crises? I don't know. I, yeah, and then some some of these quote-unquote rules in English have more exceptions than yeah. actual things that follow it. Yeah, like right? I before E except after yeah. C and a million other different scenarios in which I does not proceed E at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. We love grammar. And, um, all right. Uh, the next thing we love, we love cereal. cereal, the podcast cereal. Yeah, you love the first season. I did love the first season, and I think I expressed that I thought the first season was really interesting, and then I thought the continuing seasons were going to be about the same case that they were exploring in the first season, but it was yeah. different cases that I didn't. I don't know if I was kind of just turned off by the fact that it wasn't the case that I was really interested in, or if the cases that they were them talking about weren't interesting in themselves but i was just like uh i was really rolling with the first thing that we were talking about yeah i i remember i tried to listen to the second season i mean it's not like it was bad it was just like i wasn't i didn't i think at the time i just didn't have time to get into it so i ended up not listening to the whole thing yeah have they come out with um with more seasons i think they maybe had a second one and a third one I, don't I think there is a, there's a third one, and I think a fourth one is supposed to be com- coming, but it's not out yet. It's coming. It's coming. I could well, be wrong. Could be wrong. There's always a chance. Yeah. And I, I think I asked you, like, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, and I don't, you yeah. said no. I didn't listen to a lot of podcasts um, at the time. I see that I mentioned, like, a specific one. That About tattoo artists? Um, it was actually about piercers, um, which is a different realm, I guess. Slightly. Oh, right. But yeah, I never, I don't know why I just like didn't start listening to that podcast, but I do listen to more podcasts now that I have like a work commute, I guess, because before I didn't really have like a, I don't know. It wasn't my thing to just kind of like 
be in my home and sitting down like and listen to a podcast but i feel like to like be in the car and listen to a podcast is a different thing but yeah i didn't have a car and didn't have anywhere to be with a car so i wasn't like listening to podcasts in my car but now i have a car and i have a long drive to work and sometimes i get real sick of the music playlist that i make because i'm one of those people who will listen to like the same 10 songs over and over until I get sick of them or find a new song to listen to. So I yeah. just like, um, I feel like I don't listen to a lot of podcasts that center around like piercing wizard is obviously a podcast about piercing, but I mm-hmm. feel like I listen to a lot of podcasts that are just like this, where it's like people having conversations. Oh, you only listen to my podcast. I only on, listen on to, to <laughs> podcast podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Or just podcasts that aren't like, like someone I work with has a podcast that is centered around like horror novels and they talk about oh, horror okay. novels with their friends. And I'm like, that is so cool and interesting. But I myself, like, I'm not personally interested in that thing or knowledgeable on that thing to a degree that I want to consume a podcast about it. But I feel like with right. just podcasts that are like conversations, we you know, can find something that, I don't know, we don't know what we're going to talk about when we go into it. So it can be something that the viewer might be knowledgeable on. It might be something that they aren't, but with just it being about one thing, I feel like that's something that kind of like turns me off from the podcast. Yeah. And um, when you were telling me about uh, Piercing Wizard, Piercing Wizard. I, <laughs> is the name I said, of Benson's band. I said, it, tur- it turns out Piercing Wizard is the name of my band. <laughs> and then you you let out the most genuine like whoa really <laughs> and i don't think it was true <laughs> <laughs> that was because that was just me making a joke that's <laughs> lied to me and i was like what and then what i felt so i felt actually felt really bad because that was because <laughs> you tricked me that was such a pure you going whoa that yeah, i felt like, bad I was about so letting you down Running you down to like, no, that was a joke. I don't, first of all, I've never had a band. <laughs> Let alone a band called Piercing Wizard. There's never been yes. a band to begin with. And even if yeah. there was a band, it wouldn't be called Piercing Wizard. <laughs> that's just like, you might have heard me sometimes say like, that's the title of my next album. Or like, yeah. that's the name of my band. And so, so. Yes, I love that. I remember you would say that like in class, like that's the title of my next album. Yeah, it, it, it did hit you. That I it would did, be joking about piercing wizard. It went over my head in that context. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, and I get. I guess that that made you think about how like kind of gullible gullible you are, and that gullible, yeah. How you're like when you were student teaching, your students would like prank you or stuff about like. Telling you your they shoes would, yeah, They would tell me my shoes were, or I think it would only actually be like one specific student who would do it to me, but he was able to do it to me like multiple times, like telling me on several different days, or maybe even, I want to say there was an instance where it was the same day. Like <laughs> he did it once and like a period later, he was telling me my shoes were untied again. And I was like, no, they're not. But I would always, <laughs> I would always look. And now, um, now my kids do the, where I'm teaching now, my kids do the thing where they make like this symbol. Oh, that. 
Yeah, I I don't know how to describe Which, um, for, it. For, for the listeners, it's, it's the like thing the where okay you like, symbol. you make the like the hand sign for okay. It's the yeah. thing where like apparently you put it below your waist and you yep. can get someone to look at it. You get to punch them or something. Yeah, well, we don't do the punching version, obviously, because um, we don't encourage kids to punch each other and we don't want to punch the kids and the kids hopefully don't want to punch us maybe that's yeah. not true i'm sure kids do want to punch teachers quite a bit um but we just do kind of like a like gotcha so that's what's going on where i'm yeah. teaching that's how students prank me nowadays not so, by you, telling so, you, me my, so you, yeah. actually, you actually got a teaching job straight out oh, of school oh yes i got a teaching job straight out of school which i know not many people can say um, when they graduate college or yeah, when, yeah, especially during a pandemic. So I'm very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Now, given um, how short and young you look, are you mistaken for a student when you walk into the school where you teach? Um, I'm not mistaken for a student, but I think part of that is because of where I work, um, because I do not work in a school, um, per se. I, <laughs> so I, I guess I technically, I do work in a school, but I work uh, for a nonprofit organization that gives educational services to children uh, who are, um, I guess for lack of better words, like in the custody of the Department of Mental Health. So basically I work oh. in a mental hospital and I work in the school that is in the mental hospital. Um, so I look very different from someone who would be like in like a student there. So it's very okay. obvious that, you know, I don't live at the hospital like my students live right. at the hospital. Yeah. So there is right. like that way to, um, you know, tell us apart which is good, but I don't know if I was maybe working in like a public school, if it would be easier to mistake. So, me first so you're not getting handed hall passes like you were last year. No, no one is <laughs> handing me a hall pass, which is good. Yeah. So, so you're, you're teaching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, ta- it takes people a second to like understand what it is. That okay. I do. <laughs> you're, you're teaching. I'm teaching in, in, ELA. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> or English as a first language. I don't know. That... Yeah. Well, it's just a standard ELA class like you would see okay. in any school. Um, but it is kind of interesting because in a regular public school, you know, you have kids who are separated in classes by what grade they're in. But Obviously, because of the nature of where I work, I'm in a mental hospital. You can't really guarantee that the kids who are there are in certain grades, if that makes uh, sense. Like, yeah. we don't have, like, an eighth grade class or a tenth grade class. Um, we try to, like, group the kids as close to their age group as possible. But sometimes we have, like, a 14-year-old who's in the same class as a 17-year-old, and you just have to, right, okay. just have to work with it. <laughs> But yes, I do have the a job for the thing I majored in right out of college, which Teach, is a teaching English. Teaching English, just in not a like ho- in a mental <laughs> hospital. Just not in the um, <clears throat> the usual place you where you would uh, teach English. Yes, it's a, I like teaching um in this kind of I guess like population or demographic. It's really cool because something that I really didn't like about 
like student teaching in a public school is how many fucking kids I was responsible for. Like, yeah. <laughs> are you, <laughs> do, am I recalling correctly that you have like an education minor or major or something? Or am I like making that up in my head? Me? You. Uh, well, we were in the same program, which is English secondary education. Okay. Okay. But you have, do you have a second major? Am I not mistaking something? Film and then no, English okay. secondary education. Uh, okay. Okay. So are you doing like student teaching and field work this year? <clears throat> um, no, because okay. yeah. of COVID. Okay. So no, also, one's, no one's doing well, like I'm, in person. I'm, ba- I'm in year three out oh. of four of the sequence. Oh, okay. so I'm okay. not, I'm not in practical or student teaching yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. See, I, I, yeah, I'm confused on that whole, like what they must be doing for people who I guess like it's their last year and yeah. they need to like get the student teaching. In. Like I've been like I've been talking to like um, I'd, I had a class with Bobby and Chuck and Yay. they were they were actively like teaching, like being in a classroom, but also sometimes remote just b- because most of like a lot of kids are doing being remote or whatever in their yeah, schools. Yeah, I think um, like hybrid is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. like the kids like they would school. be in a classroom trying to teach, but like there might be a few kids actually yeah. in the room while like everyone else is um tuning tuning in online yeah i am like fully i'm fully in it with my kids like i'm there every day in person because my kids can't like they don't have access to computers if they're not yeah. in school they can't have them like over on the unit where they live um mm-hmm. because you know as is the nature of like a mental hospital you can't really have like your phone or computer with yep. you. Um, so like we're just in it every day. But as I was saying, I only work with like 20 to 30 kids total. My classes are like super small. I have like three yeah. kids per class, which is just like, I feel like this is like the way that like every school should be. I feel like it's so hard to build like meaningful relationships with kids when you have to get things done with 20 different kids all needing different things in one room at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's just a lot better being able to like work with kids in such a tiny setting. Yeah. It's like, um, like how many kids are in the class? Um, well, typically I guess I don't, I don't have any semblance of what this place looked like before this year, but apparently the class sizes used to be like, um, like five kids to a class and because of social distancing and where we have to like have the desks placed and everything this year, um, most classrooms can only fit three students plus the teacher in them, depending on how big the class is. But they're pretty, I think, I think the biggest class size I have is a class of eight students who are all in the library. Like there's a classroom Mm. in the library. So that's like the biggest class that we can have. So yeah, it's it's very small, but I feel like it is very effective with like being able to actually work with kids in a meaningful capacity. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next thing. Yes. Uh Benson's weird standing as a student. Got uh, a lot on his plate. There's food on the <clears throat> table. <laughs> because I have uh the film major, mm-hmm. the English major, the education, the education certification. Yeah. Which is basically a major in itself. Yeah, it's basically a whole different thing yeah. wrapped into one. And I'm trying to minor in music. So yeah. Benton 
has got a lot on his plate. And, and, yeah. and then you said something, there is food on the table. There's it's, food on the table. There's food on Benson's plate, is, plate. There's too much. There is too much on Benton's plate. It's spilling over onto the table. <laughs> I mean, what does that look like right now in 2020? <clears throat> My programs? Yeah. Like how, how is it going? Are uh, you still like on track where you need to be for whatever that I means am. for you? Yeah, I am. I am. Um, I only have one more English class to take, which is the capstone. Yay. Um, after the spring semester ends, I will, I will have um, completed all my film requirements. Awesome. And like, um, I guess, I mean, there's still a few more things I have to do for like uh, the education certification. Yeah. Because like I, I totally could have taken differentiate, differ, differentiation. Okay. Okay, um, yeah. this past semester, but like it just went up in smoke, the listing, the, the, the course listing. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was supposed to be taught by Dr. Sood. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I but then that. like she, and, but then she like canceled it. I'm like, well, I can't, the other section is like conflicting with something else, so I can't take it. That's awful. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. that would always be like the worst thing was when a class that you needed didn't fit into your schedule because of another class that you need. Yeah. Especially if you're, um, like the departments of cinema mm-hmm. and English and mm-hmm. edu- are, are technically under A&S. Yeah. They're both think, under A&S. I think but like, because is, they're different yeah. things, it's not like they communicate with each other. It's not yeah. like they're going to, um, schedule all their classes in a way so that it can I can fit them. Yeah, it's you know? not just about you. So this one student can fit everything. Um, yeah, and I think we kind of talked about it can be confusing with like the education major because I think we like fall under the College of Arts and Sciences, but some yeah. of our classes are technically a part of just ed- the like College of Education and yeah. Nursing and Health Practices. Yeah, because so, the major yeah. itself is English, which yeah. is arts and sciences. Art, yeah. And but the other half of the program is the certification in mm-hmm. education, so that you know we are sort of part of the education yeah. department, but so, yeah, sort but of, not really, but, but not but not officially on paper. Yeah. So like there would be a lot of times where we would try to register for say education courses, and, it would be and like, like you need to find someone to give an override because we're technically not in. The yeah, college, would, yeah. uh, the the edu- education department that's part of the College of Education, Nursing, uh, Health Sciences, and mm-hmm. whatever the P stands for. Yeah, whatever the P stands for, the it NHB. would it would say that you have like a major restriction because you weren't in a major that was like in that school, and like yeah. I guess things that would be in the school of education would be like, if you were, I mean, would that only encompass, I guess, like special education and like early education? Because I feel like if you're majoring in a subject area and wanting to teach that subject area, then you fall into a different category. Um, I think for, for all of the, um, like who gets to be an education major? Who's is like in that school? (laughs) The people who are not, English or math secondary. Okay. Because everyone else would be, because the only secondary programs are English and math. Yeah, we don't have. So where you would, it would actually make sense for you to earn a degree in that field. While mm-hmm. everyone else would be majoring in education to be like early childhood yeah. or like do integrated. Uh, like special ed. 
ages or special ed. Yeah. So like um they would be like for the most part teaching younger people as in like yeah. actual kids where Well special ed is technically like I guess I I don't really think about it a lot, but I'm technically in like what where I'm teaching, like I'm considered like a special education teacher, but it's yeah. like not at all like I don't have a degree in it because it's not at all like what I thought I was going to end up doing, but but here I am. <laughs> here I am. Yeah. And um <clears throat> so well so we covered the are we enrolled in ANS? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> well I no, I think we I can we can definitively say that we are an ANS. <clears throat> or you're an ANS. I'm not in anything anymore. I'm done with it. Being that you're, yeah, you're not at the school. Over anymore. it. Um, do you remember the time that semester when Julie had vi- advised a lot of us to take four English classes all at once? I do. What were the What were the four English classes? It was okay, so survey two of American yeah, literature. It was um, Milton. Oh, yeah, and it was uh, that class with Inez. World, world literature. literature. Yeah, and then adolescent literature. Yeah, and. Boy, and the adolescent literature class I remember was like super late. I think wasn't that like an evening class? Yeah, from like I think it was seven thirty to nine fifty. Yeah. yeah, it was like that a was late. the official time. It, yeah, that was the official time. I feel like most professors that were in that time slot, I think there actually might have been one time that I had that time slot that the professor would like always go to the last minute. But most professors are mindful of the fact that students do not want to be there until 9.50 and they kind of yeah. tailor like what they're doing to make sure that they don't have to stay there until 9.50. But even just having a class at like 7.30 or 7.20 or whatever is a bummer. Yeah. And um, I think uh, like that was a, that was a tough semester. That was to a super tough semester. Read like three things at a, three or four things at a time. Yeah. And, I mean, when I'm just like leisurely reading on my own, it's really, I know some people read multiple books when they're independently reading, but for me, like I have to really, if I want to enjoy a book, I have to just sit down with the one book and read the book. Yeah. So like, to I, used, reading, I used to do that. Yeah. Reading multiple books at once. Cause, uh, cause like, I, think, I would, yeah, I think I, think I used I would, to be able to do that when I was younger. And now that I'm 23 and old, right. I'm just old <laughs> as fuck. Um, <laughs> My brain is just going and I can't do that for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, let's see. You read all of Paradise Lost. I did. I feel like not a lot of people can say that they read every single book that is assigned to them in college. And I certainly can't say I read every single book that was assigned to me in college. But I read all of Paradise Lost. Even when I fell behind, I would catch up on what I had missed and no one can, no one can take that away from me. Yeah. And, um, let's see, we got into a thing about sending me pickles. I don't know. Yeah. How did that come up? Was, was uh, it, I think we, talk, we started Mark talking about paradise lost cause we read it in Milton taught by Mark Blackwell. Yes. And then, and when Mark was on the show, he talked about, um, this. we came up with the idea that I would start a podcast network and <laughs> which includes a spinoff show about pickles. 
oddly spe- yeah that would be like the oddly specific podcast that i would be like i don't know if i have any general <laughs> knowledge or interest in that subject so let's avoid but benson it. is hosting it but benson is hosting it and he does have the nice talk show radio voice so it's uh weighing the pros and cons of the podcast i think we settled on like if i were to do an actual show about pickles it would be like the episode would be like a minute long because it would that. be like like intro music, introduce the guest, ask them, do you like pickles? Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Outro music. See you guys next week. Pickle crunch. I like that. <laughs> the audio at the end. Pickle crunch. And I did, <laughs> and then we joked that like I, I would edit in a pickle crunch into the episode that we were on. Yeah, we can do that with this one. <laughs> Just put one oh, right maybe. here. Put one right here. <laughs> right here. And right there. The I would have to. Boys. So so I can be so I can be like record myself eating a pickle, getting that crunch. That nice crunch. So I can be like Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next thing on our list, the Beach Boys vegeta- vegetables featuring Paul McCartney on celery. Because <clears throat> the rec- the Beach Boys were recording a song called Vegetables. Very good. And then like Paul McCartney swung by. He's like, hey guys, what's going on? He's like, do you, do you want me to do anything? And then I guess celery. Brian Wilson just thought, um, do you want to chew on a stalk of celery? <laughs> can you, so we can record it, you chewing on celery? So for that song, Paul McCartney from the Beatles is officially credited as, as the, playing celery. I love that. As the celery chewer. Not even like credited as eating the celery, but as playing it. As a Is celery instrument. an instrument? Is celery an instrument? <laughs> it's so good to, to see, to be teaching and to see young people still quoting Spongebob. <laughs> even the older episodes, because I know they're still making it. Yeah. So I'm sure there's new Spongebob materials, but the old <clears throat> stuff just sticks. <laughs> Sticks of celery. Um, celery sticks. <laughs> Very nice. Benson's I'm surprised podcast. I didn't make that joke the first time we were, we were on celery. I know. Apparently, yes, I know. it that's, is. That's, that's a really good one. Benson's Podcast Network. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the next item. On the oh, yeah, that's right. Because we were talking about me making a podcast mm-hmm. network, mm-hmm. including Lexi the Pickle Show. Mm-hmm. But also like a show about this show. Yeah, the podcast about the podcast featuring Benson Ty. Or with so, Benson Ty. With Benson Ty. I came up with the idea about another show that's about this show where I like run through the catalog of episodes, grab whoever was on that episode, have just, them record another episode with me, talk I, reviewing guess, the episode yeah. they were on. And I guess that's just kind of what we're doing right now. It's we're doing we're, this yes. is like the first episode of the podcast about the podcast with Benson Ty. With Benson Ty. With Benson Ty. <laughs> yeah. This is the backdoor pilot for about for the podcast about the podcast with Benson Ty. With Benson Ty. It's all happening here. <laughs> it's brewing. It's brewing here. <laughs> and then I'm making another show about that show. Go one level deeper so that it's. The podcast about the podcast 
about the podcast with Benson Ty, with Benson Ty, with Benson Ty. <laughs> it's all with Benson Ty. For those listening, I just saw Sam almost spit out her drink. When I <laughs> Well, I went to take I went to take a drink or a sip of it, and then I couldn't because I was like, "Oh no, I'm going to laugh it out." <laughs> Spit it. Which, um, <laughs> I don't want that. I have to say that was one of the well, that was one of my favorite moments from the first time you were on, and now it's totally gonna fall flat because you had to be there. Yeah, and yeah, and I don't want to release that recording because I don't want it to like hurt people's ears, but. <laughs> It's lost media, which I which I love about it. <clears throat> but, um, um, oh, oh yeah, and then and then I would start other other. <laughs> I would do stuff where like, I get a call, but it's me from the other show giving producer notes. Yeah, <laughs> you would need <laughs> Benson Ty giving the podcast with Benson Ty across like different planes of reality where you're just able to like phone into this yeah. reality to call yourself yeah. and direct while you host the podcast. And then that other me gets a call from another me. <laughs> this is just like <laughs> Inception. <laughs> Wait, have you seen Inception since we I last talked? I actually have not. Did we talk about Inception? Because I, I said something about how like, it's like each each time, like I go into another level deep of show, mm-hmm. it's like Inception, and like I guess in order to actually officially end the show, I would have to Inception kick through, like sign off on each level yeah. until it reaches back up to the first level of the the normal level of the show. I guess you could say, so that <laughs> I could actually if we end can it. call this normal. If one could say that. <laughs> 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 I don't know yep. what the next thing on our list is. <laughs> Anechoic chambers, the what the the rooms were like the quietest rooms ever, where you can like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah those are those are kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah, which um that stems from you. I think you were saying something about like at that point it's not even a show anymore. It's like a recording of me like talking to myself, absolutely losing my mind. Yeah, no, people who, like, those noise isolation chambers, I think I read once that, like, I don't know, the person who has been in one of those for the longest amount of time was not in there for very long before, like, he had to be, like, before he was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I've heard of a guy who was in there for, like, an hour, at least an hour. Yeah, but even then, like, that's not a very long time to just be sitting around, but when it's like that quiet and you have like nothing, that must be yeah. grueling. Yeah. All right, guys, we're an hour and a half into the show. We're We've not. not this, yeah, this we're not done is, with the first page. I didn't realize how fucking extensive our list was. <laughs> I made. I played around with the margins and the and the paragraph spacing so that this only fit on two full pages. We're okay. not even done with the first page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you saw cats. I did see cats. Um, that may have been like that may have been one of my last like outings before the pandemic, which is a crying shame that that was like one of the last things I got to do. <laughs> you, I think you saw went you went to see cats with some friends of yours to like make fun of it. Yeah, we went to see cats to make fun of it, and I don't know if I mentioned last time, but we ended up being like the only people who were in the movie theater. Because no, or not the whole movie theater, but in that 
specific cinema that was screening cats. No one else wanted to fucking see cats because everyone knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. And it was and, bad. Yeah, it was bad. <clears throat> like remarkably Which, so. Yeah. And um, I think like, like it definitely did not make its money back. Oh, no. No. And we were trying to figure out, uh, at least on the first time, we were wondering like what the budget was. Mm-hmm. It was eighty to a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and it made seventy five point five million. Yeah. So it didn't even make Sad. it didn't even break even. Sad. I mean, that's about like what it deserves. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't really deserve to break even. Someone <clears throat> yeah. deserves to lose their money on that. That's a that's especially, a risk that they took. Especially Tom Hooper, writer, yeah. producer, director of Cats, who, who I noted here, or you noted rather, but. <laughs> I guess based off what I must have said, Tom Hooper should have fired himself as director. Yeah, because if you're a producer, you're like um, technically speaking the most important most important person mm-hmm. on, on the production. Like mm-hmm. you're the one, you're the person who hires directors and like the other some other like important crew. Mm-hmm. He should have fired himself. He should have taken it upon himself to just be like to you fire know what? himself. You know what? Done. Uh, Done Thomas. With it. Please take it upon yourself, Mr. Hooper, to to let yourself go, please. Not that many people listen to the show. Are we talking about this show? Oh yeah, the next item on the list is not that many people listen to this show. Is that still? And true? I suppose after this, after this episode posts, even less, even fewer people will. Really? Will be Did it have like a stronger beginning? <laughs> oh no, the I mean, so far. I have a feeling this is not going to appeal to a lot of people. Us reviewing the episode you're on, then they will not have her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if we should... I mean, we still have so much that we haven't <clears throat> gone through. I wonder if we should, like, annex some of them, or... I don't know. You, you mean, you want a, like, lightning round? A, light, a lightning round? Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, let, let's just go through it. Okay, let's fucking I go. saw a movie called The Gentleman, directed by Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. I don't fucking know who that is. <laughs> um, it, this movie had Charlie Hunnam, Matt, Matt McConaughey, and a bunch of other people in it. And it, it was like a cool gangster film. Uh, but, yeah. And there was a thing about where uh, Charlie Hunnam's chasing some kid who had video of him throwing some kid off a balcony. Wow. And then he, and then like he's, he finds him and then um, like he has a, his gang behind him. He's like, kid, I don't want to steal your phone i want to buy it here is some here's some money just give me your phone you have a phone you have some sensitive information on there it's like well fuck off uh bruv or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and then charlie charlie hunnam is like exasperated uh yeah now he's gone and done it it turns out he's been holding a submachine gun the whole time he's been chasing him on wow. his hip hidden <laughs> by a trench coat and he's like pulls it out shoots it in the air so that they run away <laughs> Yeah. And then I did a, for some reason, I did a Paul Giamatti impression of him going, you goddamn motherfuckers. You goddamn motherfuckers. <laughs> nice. Yeah, hey. I, I'm not familiar with Guy Ritchie. Okay. Uh, middle school kids fighting. I don't know what particular fight I was referencing. I don't know, uh, like, because of, we were saying, we were saying, like, middle schools are basically Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me based off like what you just described of that movie. I'm just like, oh, is middle 
I guess middle school's like that, where a guy just pulls machine gun out of his trench coat. <laughs> or, or, no, like um, kids filming other kids fighting or there's stuff happening like that. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that makes more sense than what I was thinking. I was like, oh, did we conclude that middle school is similar to when people <laughs> pull machine guns out of their, their coats? Did we say that? No, I don't think so. Okay, cool. I didn't know. Okay, so uh, my field work placement at the time, because this was this happened at a time I was I was taking uh, the the special education course. Yeah, and like I so did not want to have my placement on a Friday because I spent like a oh year yeah driving driving to and from five days a week. So I was like, no. Yeah. But then like there was trouble placing me, and then the, the person put me in on Fridays, and it was for a four hour block. Instead of two and a half hours, I'm like, and I didn't question it because like I was just happy I got placed. So whatever. Yeah, yeah, because it's always all, such a disaster to get placed. Yeah, and I, and the thing is, you would think for that class for special education, I would be placed in either an English course because that's my uh, area yeah, of study. Yeah, I remember they had not placed you in an English course. Yeah. So either an English course or a special education course because it's a course about special education. They put me in a history course. They're just like fuck it. Put a yeah. fucking put him in a history course. Yeah, and then uh, there was um there was like a law passed during that time that made it that complicated the logistics of placing kids in schools for their for their field work. Uh, so, oh yeah, after, I think I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. So like after a few weeks of doing it, they said, "Okay, field work's canceled." And I felt like like but if cool. it had been canceled after I've done a week of it, I'd be like, "Okay, whatever." But you had yeah. you had done a lot at that I mean, point. But and if it were um, canceled near like the end, like I was mostly through the semester. Uh, but mm-hmm. I mean, it would have felt like okay, yeah. But I'd have all this experience that I've done in the field work. It was cut off at a time during which it felt like um, I haven't done enough for this to be valuable. Yeah. And also, I wasted all that time. Yeah, it's but, like that middle, that weird middle ground. Like, oh, yeah. I haven't like built a solid, I don't know, I haven't done anything meaningful here. But I also have been going for enough time that, you know, I've been wasting my Friday. I, I yeah. don't want to say waste, but. <laughs> I was wasting my Friday, guys. One, <laughs> one could say wasting their Fridays if we could look at it. Yeah. Like and um, I think. Next thing, we talked about dispositional interviews and how you didn't have to do them. I didn't. Even though I, and then I had to. It was weird. Well, I feel like, I don't know what other education programs are like, and I don't know. I feel like this year I can't even really judge what education programs may look like because everything is all over the place. But I feel like with UHART's education program, I, there was like everything would kind of change from year to year or even yeah. semester to semester like the requirements would be different based off something that like the university was doing or if it wasn't the university it would be something with the actual like public schools or it would be something with the state so there's just always like something different so I don't I don't even remember because we had had them scheduled and then they got rescheduled for whatever reason I don't know why they didn't tell us and they just never (laughs) actually never happened they never actually got rescheduled. They told us that they would be rescheduling them. And then that was the last thing we ever heard about them. So I was like, yeah. okay, cool. Great. <laughs> One last thing to, to do. <clears throat> All right. So after this, I didn't exactly know what to say. So we ended up having a staring <laughs> contest for a little bit. Nice. 
Do you remember? And in, in my mind, I, sh- I thought to myself, I should say we're having a staring contest on the recording. And then you said, are we having a staring contest? Nice. <laughs> Do you remember who won our staring contest? When it was? I don't think so. I don't think was there anyone actually winner? won because like the the staring contest fell apart once we acknowledged it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. And it's different. I feel like we could try to have one right now, but it's it's different through Zoom. The intensity it's... like the intensity like isn't there. It's yeah. What you need for a staring contest. Right. I think um and then after this point, we considered we had considered ending the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was asking you, like, what if you have anything to do later? Um, and you said no, aside from, like, your friend wanting you to join her going to the bar. Yeah. I think I went to the bar that day. I think I went for, like, an hour, and then I was like, bye. I'm not, <laughs> not staying here. Because, um, like, um, you, like you, don't, you don't particularly like bars. Yeah. I, I also mean, I don't feel, particularly like yeah. bars because I don't drink. Yeah, so one would not expect to find a non-drinker out at a bar. <laughs> um, I feel like but, um, you, I, I think you said something about barcades. Barcades are fun. Barcades, barcades are, are fun good. because they have like drinks named Pikachu. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've been to I think only like two different barcades, and one of them was more of like a like retro style one where all the games mm-hmm. that they had were like. Pac-Man, Pin- Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong, like Pinball, Pac-Man, yeah. Dig Dug, stuff like that. And then I went to like another barcade more recently. Obviously not super recently because I'm not going to bars right now. I know some people are. I am not. Um, <laughs> not I. Um, but this not other... I. <laughs> not I. But this other <laughs> barcade was like... the the game they had like different consoles like they had playstations and xboxes and you could like ask to play certain games on the consoles but yeah they had drinks that were like named after different like video game i guess icons or video games themselves and one of them was I don't think it was just named Pikachu. <laughs> I, th- I think there was maybe hopefully something like more witty to it as there <laughs> normally is like with these yeah. bar drinks, these like specialty drinks. But <laughs> the only part I can remember is that like it's a yellow alcoholic beverage and it's named <laughs> after Pikachu. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and like apparently... Apparently you visited one where the drink man you said at the bottom, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, that that was not a barcade. That was just um I don't even remember like what bar that was or if there was anything like special about that bar, but I remember browsing the I menu mean, and just looking all there was something special about that bar, the fact that they have this very important message on their menu. This bar has an agenda. Yeah, this bar has a conspiracy theory to offer us and I'm I'm buying it. I'll take I'll order one Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. And um so I don't go to bars but when I the times that I have mm-hmm. were to like visit a friend who worked at a bar and like mm-hmm. I would drink water. Yeah. Cuz I cuz I don't um enjoy alcohol. Yeah. And like I would still tip the bartender even though I'm drinking water. <laughs> That's nice. I mean, they still, you know, took time to I guess get you get you water. It's not the same as making a like mixed drink or anything. But Hey Benson, what are you drinking there? The best drink ever. It is water. water. Hydrates you. We love her. She's our gal. 
Water. Where are my hydro homies at? <laughs> this is actually I like exclusively really hydrate with seltzer water. Really? Yeah. Which I don't particularly a, like seltzer water. I love seltzer. Not just I mean not just like plain unflavored like carbonated water, but like oh, because even the ones that do have flavoring in them, like the sparkling kind of water with like mm-hmm. their that's the the San Pellegrino or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't like them because it's. I love it's them. Just, I love them because I'm like old and boring. Like I feel <laughs> I feel like that's such like a boring <laughs> thing. Like you're old and boring and like a fart when you're really into like seltzer water, and I'm really into seltzer water, so I'm there. <laughs> The mark of being in your 20s is being on a podcast and the mark of being like an old washed up hag is really liking seltzer. <clears throat> and I really like oh, seltzer. It's like, to me, there's enough that I guess I have an idea of the taste of that flavoring, but mm-hmm. there's not enough for it to be enjoyable for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, it's always like a very faint flavor. It's like I can kind of taste you. I know you're there, but not <laughs> as much as I want you to be. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's those are the opening lyrics to my the next song I'm gonna write. I can kind of, I can kind of taste you. You're almost you're so, there. You're almost there. <laughs> That's gonna. Oh god, that sounds so dirty. I know. I was kind of thinking. <laughs> I was like, if one were to like just take that out of context, that doesn't really sound like we're talking about. <laughs> seltzer or even like a non-tangible <laughs> Sam we're not in the same room we're not in the same room but we're meeting room. each other over the internet yes I can kind of taste you you're almost there you're all we're almost there. we're almost there <laughs> okay um the um going out to get laid guys at bars fuck fuck them, not not fuck I, them as in as yeah. in have sex with them, but as fuck them give as them in what they want. Yeah, I feel in, like those people are like all still going to bars. Like those people have <laughs> like as long as the bars are open, they're still there. Yeah, fuck them as in disregard them as in disregard they're bad them people. completely. <clears throat> yeah, bars uh, are please don't get your dogs drunk. Um, yeah, I don't know how that became a topic that we brought up. <laughs> like I think we were saying something about like you can get drunk at home. With your, yeah, with your dog. Yeah. <laughs> but don't actually get drunk with your dog. Because he's my best friend. <laughs> he's my drunk only friend. <laughs> I know, people will think that if they drink with their dog, they're like not an alcoholic for like drinking alone. <laughs> Sorry, that was not nice to wait, say. Hold, wait, hold on. <laughs> In this scenario, the the marker for alcoholism is whether you're with, you're with other people. No, no. Well, I feel like... Whether you're alone, you mean? Yeah, no. I feel like if you're... It's one thing to be going out with other people or to be having, like, a drink in other people's, like, company. Um, and it's also another thing to, like, just have, like, a drink by yourself after work, which I will often do because kids are... I was going to say crazy, but I don't want to use that term given where I work. <laughs> Is that like offensive to say like kids are crazy if I work in a mental hospital? Um, kids are a lot to handle. Kid, yes, kids are a lot to handle. So you might want like a little drinky poo to yourself when you get home from work. But I feel like people, I feel like there's like a brand of like, like especially if you're like a wine mom. People who just get like shit faced. Wine mom. A wine mom. Are you like not familiar with like. 
you know, kind of like. I, mean, I the, know I'm, I'm familiar with it. I've never yeah. heard the term wine mom. Oh, I feel like that's as simply as one could put like this, as simply as one could like title this culture of like moms who have merchandise that say things like, I'm not drinking alone. I'm drinking with my dog is here. My dog is here. So it's not drinking alone. And it's like, no, Karen, you actually are getting like really drunk at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday alone. And your dog is in the house with you, but you are not doing anything together. (laughs) Okay. Um, I know we said we were going to do a lightning round through this. But yeah, yeah. I feel like we spend I, I more like, time. I feel like we just need to like cut the bit. <laughs> I feel like the okay. bit needs to get canceled. <laughs> we no, have to cancel the bit. Let's just let's try to run through a bunch of things. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, we could maybe um, like omit some of these pub- lesser publicity things. for the podcast from PETA complaining about it. That would be because sick. of the, because of the be dogs awesome. getting drunk part. Dear PETA, need- if you're listening yeah. to this, I will get a dog drunk as fuck i do not care <laughs> come for and me you, i think you said something about like you would you would write you write to PETA from multiple accounts complaining about the podcast yeah i was like an elaborate scheme so i'm saying right here on the podcast fuck PETA. i will get a dog drunk and then i'm going to write i'm going to self-sabotage in a way i'm going to contact PETA about my own comments on this show for the sake of your podcast, Benson, yeah. to get you views. And then you said something about how you'd be writing letters like, hey, PETA, as if it were a person. Hi, PETA. How are Hi, you? Hey, hey PETA. What's up? <laughs> Long time to talk. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And so um, so uh, I, I offered the idea of us doing a podcast together called ben The Sam. Podcast with Ben Sam. Ben Sam. Ben Sam. And you rolled your eyes <laughs> real hard. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't roll my eyes at the notion of us co-hosting a podcast. It's just that <laughs> I hate how much those, I hate how much we can make Ben Sam sound like Benson. I hate, the pun, <laughs> I hate the pun of it. That's our ship name, Sam. Our ship name, Ben <laughs> Sam. It <laughs> works perfect. Ben Sam. Um, let's see. Um, you make music with Omnichords. I still do, but Omnichords are like, I don't know if I really like talked a lot about what they are in the last episode, but they're basically like synthesizers that are old as fuck. Yeah. Or I guess from the 1980s isn't old as fuck if you're like a person, but for a piece of equipment, that's kind of, that's older. That's like an older piece of equipment. Yeah. And people like, they don't make them anymore. Um, And a lot of people. Or at least not under um, the original brand of Suzuki. Yeah. I don't think anyone makes or, them anymore or they, well, st- they they still make them but they're just not the official brand name for them is not yeah. omnicord it's called yeah. something else now i think it's a q chord but even then they haven't been yeah i don't know if they're still like in production per se i think they are i think really? they are yeah. yeah that's interesting i think yeah. the thing with like the older omnicords is that you know I, the older omnicords definitely aren't in production so if yours breaks and someone if you don't know how to fix an omnicord and so you don't know someone who really knows how to fix an omnicord well you might just have to go buy another old piece of equipment if you would like to replace yeah. it which, which or I call have. up suzuki and they'll off they'll be like uh do you want a q cord uh, yeah I, I would not want a q cord the q <laughs> the q cord is a very um 
strange thing to me because I feel like most Omnichord enthusiasts agree that it is like the lamest model of the Omnichord. Oh. It doesn't, I guess, I think what a lot of people like about the Omnichord is kind of like the, like, droning noise that it can make with the chords. And the Q chord doesn't have, like, that old-timey kind of, like, retro thing to it. It doesn't make that noise. So fuck it. Fuck the Q chord. Yeah. So, like, you you, you use uh, Omnichords to make music. And apparently, you you were telling me that you release music under the moniker um, G-O-D? Yes. And you hadn't told me what it meant yet, but I was like, I was... Well, when um, we first... I was, I was presuming I heard, that yeah. you make... You only write songs about Geodudes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot that that was a point of, of conversation around... So, I have to say, when I said you like you a, you full on like got out of your seat, and I was like, I'm like, done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I hate this podcast. Like you could you couldn't take it. You like turned away, got out of your seat. <laughs> that's it. Honestly, it's a, even if that's a little infuriating of an idea. That's a good idea if you can churn out content about um geodudes which i don't think i can but i think there's someone out there who could take that idea and run with it (laughs) so whoever out there the listener if you would like to if you have a lot to say about geodudes yeah so like your apparently your stage name is how you would think god would be spelled yeah the letters G O D. but i think and i think when i first spelled it to you you were like oh geody yeah yeah (laughs) with that exact pronunciation (laughs) which i almost like it better but only when you say it like that and most people wouldn't say it like that so so here we are (laughs) (laughs) all right um you had originally planned a major in music at the university right yeah and i didn't (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> End of conversation and I didn't. Yeah. Um I planned to major in flute performance, but and I had like the audition piece and I had like worked through a good chunk of the audition pieces that yeah. I was doing, but it was just so much time that like I invested into just practicing and I remember I even had like a private instructor at the time who ba- who basically told me that like I probably like would not be able to get in. At the current rate I was going, yeah. even though I was spending like hours and hours after school every day practicing. And I was just like, I can't fathom this being my life, just like practicing and practicing. Yeah, because you'd have to, in order to like actually major in music, you'd have to like eat, sleep, and breathe music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I've, I've met a, a few people who thought they were going to major in music, like that, you know, like they were, they were intending to enter the, um, yeah. uh, the music school. And, but then like, they're so, they, they're overwhelmed by like how much preparation it takes just to get in. Yeah. yeah and then absolutely. they realize, oh, I guess I'm not read. I'm not, I'm not like actually, I, I didn't understand what it meant to actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people, like when they're first out in, or I guess they're not out of high school yet, but when they're first considering like what they want to do in college 
and they're maybe someone who has done music as like an extracurricular in school or yeah. like a personal hobby. It never, or at least in my high school, like our musical ensembles weren't really like ever to such like a high stake where music like became my life in high school. Like I feel like it was a mm-hmm. very big part of what I enjoyed in high school, but it wasn't like my whole entire life or like what I was able to primarily focus on. Um, And I feel like a lot of the people, I mean, a lot of people I know who majored in music were people who like went to performing arts, like high schools. So they were kind of like already in that mode of like living and breathing and like always practicing music. Yeah. Yeah, Cause like, like my high school is just like a regular public high school or whatever. And, you know, I know, I know a lot of people who were say like in band all throughout high school and it seemed like those people, um, some of them might want to like, they decide to like major in music in college, Mm -hmm. but like it wasn't, it didn't seem that important to them as they were doing music in high school. Like that was, it was an extracurricular. It was a thing they happened to do. Yeah. playing an instrument and so it made me so it makes me think like all these people who suddenly decide on a whim to major in music because it says it seems like a thing they happen to do yeah it's like, it's like you don't does that know. mean it was that important to you in the first place because mm-hmm. you don't major in music because it's a thing you happen to do mm-hmm. you major in music because you've been eat, eating sleeping breathing music for at least like half of your life yeah you know yeah yeah And I feel like, I mean, I do know people from high school who, like, I know a kid who, like, got into Berkeley in Boston. Um, And even though, like, we were part of the same, like, program, we were in all the same, like, ensembles that our school had offered, um, or our school did offer at that time. But he just, like, like, I would go home and I would practice the band music and I would get it, like, good enough. But he would just be, like, teaching himself, like, different instruments, like, when he got home or he would just, like, he would crank away at that shit and that yeah like that's like an example of i guess like someone who you know at this point in high school already was kind of eating and sleeping and breathing music whereas for a lot of other people it was just kind of like oh this is my my arts requirement or like yeah like a hobby just like something that they were happy to have a class period to be able to do yeah and like um like say with me um like i'm trying to minor in music Mm-hmm. And it's not, I mean, it's not exactly a thing I try to put out there, mm-hmm. but it, I mean, if I have a guitar class that day, you see me walking around with, with a guitar. Mm-hmm. But like, I, like, I knew, even though like my music has, is like, is probably the most important thing the to thing. me. Yeah. It, like, I started playing music when I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's not, there was no per, like feasible way for me to say study music in a formal capacity or at least not to major in it right yeah so like i knew that i didn't have what it took (laughs) you were like i'm not even gonna try i'm not gonna kid myself into thinking that guys i'm playing (laughs) shitty guitar at 17 (laughs) and like i don't even know how to read music so there's there's no way but like now you know i found a way to finagle myself into trying to do a minor where Mm -hmm. like you have a lower bar to hit and yeah. I technically don't have to audition because I'm not going to register for any like ensemble classes. Yeah, you know? that's cool. So you can kind of almost like sneak your way in there. <clears throat> yeah, because you know it's it is important to me, and I you know I like being challenged in order to semi 
eat, sleep, and breathe music. But yeah, you know, it's I know, like I didn't start early enough or put in it, or I didn't start early enough, and because of that, I wasn't able to put in enough work for me to be to for me to be like a actual. Yeah, so that's the musician. that's the thing too. I feel like a lot of people who are in music school or music majors or professional musicians, they've been doing music like since they were like five, like they started a lot of people started really early. And if you didn't start really early, then you have to like crank away and like make up for all of that time. Yeah. And like a year was not going to, a year or two (laughs) wasn't going to cut it for me. So I was like, and, um, Let's see. Um, Benson is minoring in music and sucks at it. Um, (laughs) Guitar tabs. We did. Yeah, some music Like You you almost tried to learn guitar, right? Yeah, I did try to. I was borrowing a friend's guitar at one point and trying to to learn a little guitar. And I feel like, you know, I got to like a basic level at it before my friend was like, hey, can I have my guitar back? (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like I didn't, I wasn't so engrossed in it or like really... I guess like in love with it that I was like, I need to go get my own guitar and like yeah. continue doing this. But it was fun. It's fun to play around with different like instruments. But yeah, I'd like, I never really learned like tabs, like tablature. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Guitar tablature, which I haven't oh. either. Yeah. It's all about the chords for me, baby. Like, we got to know how to play some mean old chords. That's all yeah. I got. I can't do no I- finger picking, no, no funny business. I just I decided to not learn tab when I first started because I feel like I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, the idea of tab seems weird to me. And also, yeah. people t- tell me all the time learning to actually read standard notation is not hard, so I might as well skip over tab and just learn standard learn to read standard notation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. And also, guitar is the easiest thing ever to learn. Really? There's a reason why every douche you know <laughs> there's why yeah there's a reason why any old douche can show up to any old party and play wonderwall and yes. call it a day <laughs> <clears throat> all right so um this, the next thing says benson has tinnitus mixing shit wildly. because i think you were talking about something about like being able to like sit somewhere have the house have the house be real quiet just sit and like be tranquil and yeah. i can't because i have tinnitus Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I const I constantly just have a ringing in my ears. Yeah, that sounds awful. And then it says mixing shit loudly next to it. Yeah, because <laughs> back when I was first starting up the podcast, I would I would turn it all the way up all to mix up. all the because like <laughs> I want to hear everything. I want to hear every little like voice crackle, all the things. I want to hear your heart beating through yeah. a microphone. <laughs> Now that goes back to that first point of um, having to have a website so people don't think that you're a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear that cockroach crawling on your back. (laughs) (laughs) We said that I have the loudest voice ever, which we hopefully. Sam has the loudest voice ever. Yeah. We hopefully took care of that. Um, And then the next thing says, if the recording's bad, Sam will come back and we'll do another episode reenacting the first one. (laughs) We aren't really, I guess, per se. I guess if we were reenacting it, we would be acting as if these conversations were being had for the first time. But we are going back and like reviewing it. So the recording was bad. (laughs) 
<laughs> it did not okay. come out. Def Jams? So, def, I wanted to start, uh, put out a record of called Def Jams. <laughs> or, or start a band of deaf people called Def Jams. Or, Jesus or something. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just orchestrate like a... <laughs> Like you're not deaf, obviously, so it would just be you like orchestrating deaf people. It would and be then, a, it would be a little bizarre and maybe exploitative. And <laughs> I, I would hope that we get signed to Def Jam Recordings. <laughs> that and, would be my wish. <laughs> Old man yells at Leet Speak. Oh yeah, that was you complaining about like kids and their um, texting abbreviations and shit. Yeah, I think I was maybe referencing a time where a kid was, like, a student that I had was quizzing me on, like, what different, um, like, abbreviate acronyms meant. Yeah. And there were there were a lot that I knew, obviously, because there's the classics, like, LOL or LMAO that everyone knows. But then there was some, like, other stuff that she said that I, like, did not know. And it made me feel I'm 23, so I'm super old and dying, right? But... <laughs> I'm not that super old. I feel, Sam. I'm older than you. Oh, damn. We're fucking dying, Benson. Um, (laughs) This is it. But yeah, I was just like, I'm not that old. Like, I don't understand, like, what conversations they're having or, like, what forums they're on where, like, I'm not up to par with the lead speak that they have. It's It's weird, I think, being, like, a young teacher and having young students who you, like... You're not so far apart in age that you're not completely out of touch with what is going on with kids. But it's weird when there is something something that you're like, oh, I have no clue like what you're talking about right now. Like it's it's weird to have those moments where you're like, I don't know what the young people are really into. <laughs> <laughs> Them and their newfangled. Uh, yeah, uh, they're whatever their discords and their whatever the fuck twitches and their twitches yeah i mean i know i know all of those things maybe not so well as in like i use those services myself but i at least know what they are but i'm sure there will come yeah. a time where a kid will bring up like a social media platform and it will just be like totally foreign to me <laughs> i'll be like what <laughs> and that that will be difficult <laughs> Right. Then there was something about a kid getting black Air Force Ones. Yeah, because I guess I guess a, a moment where I felt like out of touch with younger people was not realizing that like black Air Force Ones are meant to symbolize like gang activity or just like badass behavior, like mm-hmm. like people who don't fuck around wear black Air Force Ones specifically black air force one so a kid i was trying to like i think it was kind of in the first few weeks of my student teaching where i was still trying to like really get to know the kids and i was just like asking a kid what was up and he said he was getting new shoes and i was like that's awesome what kind of shoes are you getting and he was like i'm getting black air force ones and i was like cool that's great and a bunch of other like kids who were kind of eavesdropping on our conversation were like no ma'am like you don't know what he's talking about he's getting the black air force once and i was like what like okay i don't understand what that means and then like i (laughs) went home and i was like looking up like what is up with black air force ones and i guess like on twitter and stuff people like use 
black air force ones to like symbolize someone who is like a not not a do-gooder or a good doer <laughs> this is them gang shoes yeah yeah it's like gang shoes and i was like oh i didn't know I yo know, those know. shoes are gangster yeah so <laughs> if you see someone with black air force ones they might you might not want to mess with them even if they're yeah. maybe this was an eighth grader so i don't know that they yeah. are necessarily I mean, like, like a threat to be a even if they get them even if they get them at Payless Shoe Source, which is they, went, it went bankrupt. Yeah, <laughs> that's on our list. They, yeah, they they filed for bankruptcy um, in like twenty at, around the time when we were talking about this. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I was gonna say that I hadn't. I don't think I knew about it at the time, like when we talked about it. Because even when I went back and looked at this list, I was like, oh, I didn't remember that. Like Payless went out of business like that's how significant payless was to me i guess well sam if you had listened back to the thing i know well <laughs> like i said there were there were a few reasons why i was like uh, uh i'm gonna skip yeah. listening to the thing and just look at this list which by the way it turns out um uh payless is like back now oh but most of their operations are online oh that's interesting i mean yeah. i wonder if we're i feel like there might be like a few different stores that we kind of start to see that happen with not even like necessarily through any fault of their business but just the fact that that is kind of how people are consuming things more often nowadays is through the internet like it's so much more convenient to especially like in the age of the pandemic like we are ordering shit online we are not talking to people if we do not need to talk to people that shit Mm -hmm. is just getting delivered to my doorstep yeah so I feel like it's kind of almost like the move to make. Yeah. I mean, there's still like a few physical locations I've seen. Yeah, I'm sure. But like, but, but the, most of their operations now are online. Yeah. Huh. All right. Who knew? Sorry. Um, you were wondering about how memes are going to move. Memes are, yeah. Meme culture is just weird. I think I mentioned a specific meme book heading out. <laughs> and it was just a picture of like, a book in a pair of shoes, like a, not not drawn, like a real book in a real pair of shoes. And the caption just said, book heading out. And that was comedy. And that's like a meme. Um, and it almost feels like, I don't know, it feels like nowadays we refer to anything that is like a picture on the internet or something that is a joke on the internet as a meme. And I feel like that's not like yeah. originally like what a meme was, but it now feels almost just like if it's funny on the internet, well, it's a meme. There it is. Which, by the way, I think I like after I informed you that your episode wasn't going to go up because I recorded it poorly. Mm-hmm. Like I like I gave you my phone number in case you wanted to contact me or send me book cutting out memes. Oh, did I did I not send book cutting out? And also, I've been searching for book cutting out memes. I can't find any of them. I don't. I do. I don't know if I have it saved because I will. I will send it to you like right now if I because I can't. I don't. I don't know if I, I may, I'm not I don't, looking. I don't, you definitely can't just look up book heading out and find it. Yeah. Um, cause it's not like, it's not a meme in that. Cause what I was kind of saying, I guess, is I feel like originally the nature of a meme was like to be reproduced in like that same format of joke, right. I guess. And now meme kind of just refers to anything that is like a funny picture that you see online. And that is kind of like what, this is is just like a funny picture that i saw online i'm trying to see if i 
still have it saved on my, or I don't even know if I ever had it saved on my phone, but I'm trying to see if it is there, but I don't know. If I didn't send it to you, it wasn't because I didn't want you to see it. Because I do want you to see it. <laughs> Trust me, Benson. I, I would really like for you to see Book Heading Out. Hold on. I'm wondering if I saw it on Twitter and if I saved it in my Twitter feed or my Twitter like folder. No, it's not there. All right. Book Heading Out is canceled. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's. I think we're halfway down the page. Yeah, we're like so. We're very close to. All right. So you enjoyed Canadian accents, including Chuck's. Chuck's is it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there was a time where I wasn't super aware of people's, like the different ways that people spoke. I guess, like if they didn't have a super thick accent, I was kind of just like, yeah, we all talk more or less the same. But like with Chuck. <laughs> And what I guess I notice about like specifically people who have stronger Canadian accents is when they say things like, sorry, like Chuck will always say like, sorry, like it's elongated <laughs> like that, like sorry, instead of just sorry. Or a boot. Yeah, a boot is one that, that I always, like that is always kind of like the stereotypical one that you would hear about Canadians. But I feel like that is, I feel like I noticed the way that Canadian people say sorry quicker than I noticed a real life Canadian person saying the word about. But I feel like maybe, I wonder if Canadian people are insecure about saying these words around us. Dirty I think Americans. you had said something about how you didn't believe Canadians actually said a boot because yeah, you thought that was like it, a fictionalization or something like that. Uh, yeah, exactly. I thought it was kind of just like a thing that people said. And cause I had listened to like Canadian people, like Chuck was not the first Canadian person I ever met. <laughs> But I feel like he was the first Canadian person I ever met who, like, had that accent that I had heard about. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess people really I guess do they do say a boot. Yeah, I guess they do say a boot and sorry and, <laughs> and all these, like, weird things that I guess it's not a myth about Canadians. Yeah. Okay. And um, you don't know Canadian geography because you thought Toronto was where Vancouver is. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, like, on the West Coast, like, over there. And it's not. It's more kind of like i guess above us this side like toronto has the same time zone as us okay so yeah see i didn't know that so chuck's in the same time zone as us even if he's not at school shout out yeah chuck yeah. over there shout out to chuck shout out um chuck. <laughs> you suck at french yeah i took french in high school i mean i feel like anyone who knows a language based off what they were exposed to in high school like you don't know that language like people who take uh like high school spanish for three years and then will say that they speak spanish and it's like no you don't you you took high school spanish and unfortunately the american education system per like particularly pertaining to the teaching of foreign languages like you did not learn spanish dude i took spanish from seventh grade on until culminating in a college course, a college Spanish course I took as a senior, wow. or wow. not not as a senior, as a junior. Wow! I do not speak Spanish. <laughs> Benson is not fluent in Spanish. I don't I am know. Not fluent in Spanish, guys. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's really hard. Um, I feel like for Americans specifically to like learn languages because I feel like in so many other countries. America. Because America speak English. America, we speak English here. I speak American. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, well, I feel like in a lot of other countries, the way that they teach different languages to children is that they start super young. And I feel like, you know, seventh grade isn't like super old, but it's still kind of, you've already established like the known rules of the language that you speak. And it's kind of at that point harder to really grasp all the the different rules and the way that you have to like make your mouth move at that point so it's just hard to like truly become fluent in a language at a certain point younger children have greater neural neural plasticity they are able to pick things up quicker yeah and i think too something that i've heard like not only that they can like pick up the language quicker but when you're younger you're capable of like making all of these different noises that you can, that are needed for different languages. Um, But as you get older, you're not as capable of making like all of those different. Or you're just shy. You're just shy. shy. Yeah. (laughs) What else? Um, Mark Twain. Is he famous? Is he dead? Yeah. I think you were like asking your, like your students were asking you like, who's Mark Twain? Yeah, I like brought him up and it was interesting because obviously I was student teaching in Connecticut and Mark Twain lived in Connecticut in Hartford. And so I feel like that's kind of like Connecticut's almost like claim to fame or one of them at least is that like Mark Twain lived here and he really liked it. So when I brought up that I like work at the Mark Twain house and they were kind of like, well, who is Mark Twain? And I was like, oh, he's a famous author and he lived in Hartford. And they were like, oh, is he still alive? Is he dead? I'm like, yes, he he has been dead. <laughs> he has been dead. He, he has been dead for a good while. A good good long while. A good a good long while. A while. He has been he's been he's been dead. Dead. D D E D dead. <laughs> and um Cannibals and think, cars. No, wait, hold on. Hold on. I think right after Mark Twain, we were talking about Mark Twain. Yeah, 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 of course. And how his real name is Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Yes. And he's not even famous for being named Sam. No. No. And uh, you said something about he wrote a story about his friend Samuel Colt or referencing Samuel Um, Colt. Yeah, he referenced Samuel Colt. I mean, not Samuel Colt specifically, but he had a character who was employed as a worker at the Colt factory. So he was kind of like writing a story that was in Connecticut and based like in, you know, things that were actually really in Connecticut. One of those Samuel Colt, the gun manufacturer, the guy, the guy who um, uh, designed and manufactured the Colt pistol. Yes. That man. I I can just, I can picture, I can just picture Mark Twain. Like, man, Sam's going to flip out when he reads this. Yeah, right? Like, imagine if your friend was a super famous author and you just, like, were reading their, their book one day and you're like, oh, frick, he mentioned my factory? That's pretty cool. Thanks, guy. Shouts out to me. Yeah, right? I would love to be, like, referenced in someone's, like, literary works. Yeah. Even if it was and only, then, like, um, my workplace. Uh, then there was, you said something about your humble onion. <laughs> Humble onion, yes, and my humble onion, as opposed to my opinion, <laughs> because used, used interchangeably with my because opinion. an an onion is an opinion minus pie minus pie. Is that something that we brought up? Was that a yeah. conversation? <laughs> <laughs> minus pie. I, mean, I I was the one who noted that, but it seems like you um 
like you that's like a joke you have with your friends or something you just say in your onion in your home yeah, i don't even know like how that started it like i feel like you would think that it came from just like a misspelling of the word opinion via yeah. like text communication. But I feel like the first time I ever heard it was just someone verbally saying my humble onion. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, but like, that's awesome. <laughs> and like when people say it, it, I feel like it's funny. Cause like when you say it, you know what they mean, but it's just like, Oh, you, uh, you, uh, said onion there. <laughs> like, I know you meant, like, given the context of the situation, I know you meant your humble opinion, but uh, you just said onion. So it's just kind of it's a, fun, <laughs> it's a fun little thing to throw in the mix, I feel. Do you, do you still say that, like, and then, like, other people are confused because they don't know about this? I, I think I've said it to, like, my students before. Um, I, think <laughs> I think I've been talking and I think I've said, like, in my humble onion, and then I've been like opinion and they were just kind of like okay (laughs) it's hard to get a reaction out of my students sometimes um because some of them you know are just so depressed but (laughs) that they wouldn't even notice that you said onion but (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't like a thing that i had to go into detail explaining (laughs) yeah but they were um, exposed to my humble onion of course (laughs) my um my favorite book happens to be Huckleberry Finn. Yes. Half of your Mark Twain collection is Huck Finn. Yeah. Yeah, because um I al- so I always wanted to have a copy of Huck Finn of my own. Yeah. Like I read it I would, the first time I read Huck Finn it was for school. Yeah. And of course I had to give the copy back. But oh, yeah. so I always wanted to have my own copy and I found one. And then oh, there was yeah. a time when I was um I decided I would raid every library thrift store like yeah. within a 25 mile radius of my home. And so, and during that, I kept finding different editions of Huck Finn. Yeah. And so I decided, okay, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll get all these. And I'll and have like upwards right. of six different editions of Huck Finn. That's so and cool though. so, and which constitutes about half of my collection of works by Mark Twain. And so, Multiple copies. I've read right. half of my Mark Twain collection, but they're all Huck Finn. But it's all Huck Finn. <laughs> That's the classic. That's all you need. I mean, there are other good works by Mark Twain, but that is kind of like the essential reading list, I guess, is Huck Finn, maybe Tom Sawyer. Yeah. And um, I think you said something about there's a Mark Twain story that's about cannibals, right? Yeah, there's... um. There's a Mark Twain short story. His short stories are like pretty funny. Um, and they're they're good for, I don't know. I feel like for a lot of people, it's hard to read Mark Twain because they have to kind of get through that like jargon that he uses. And so if you are having or the a vernacular of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like some people, it's just harder for them to like get through a full novel written by Mark Twain with that kind of language but it's easier when it's you know not such like a great work but yeah he has like one short story about just like a man who goes on a rant about like getting stuck there's like a train that crashes in like the snow and they're all just like stuck in the the cars of the train for several days or like I think it becomes like weeks and they end up having to 
to, you know, do what they need to do to survive. If you were trapped in a car train in the snow and no one could contact or go get anybody for help. So the story is titled, I didn't even remember that it was titled this, but it has some beautiful alliteration cannibals and cars getting Californians or is that is that the that title the thing I came up with okay okay so when, you were tell, you were, when you were I telling me about this Mark Queen short story I decided to run with it and say I want to start a show called cannibals and cars getting Californians okay, okay, okay. so <laughs> the Mark Twain title of the story I don't remember what it is it is not cannibals and cars getting Californians I was, at that <laughs> and I was like that could be that could be a title for a literary work but it could also be um a title for what benson was saying (laughs) it could be it could be the spin-off the title of a spin-off show of of jerry jerry seinfeld's comedians and cars getting coffee but this one is called cannibals and cars getting californians executive produced by me and jerry seinfeld but you call the shots really (laughs) jerry seinfeld can fucking Seinfeld. Seinfeld, fuck. (laughs) It's like one of those, he's like one of those people who, I don't know, like I don't, I didn't watch the show and I don't feel like I ever talk about him. So I don't know. When I see see the logo in my head, it's just kind of like those words that you read and you read it to yourself, but you've never said it out loud. Not that I haven't said Seinfeld before out loud, but it doesn't come naturally to me. So you misplaced the I, so it's Senfield. 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 (laughs) Jerry Sinner. Jerry Senfield. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, in the future, if if anyone sees Cannibals and Cars getting Californians. It started here. And it started here. I mean, not started here, but it started in February 2020. It started long ago, and if anyone touches this idea, you will get sued for everything yeah. you've got. And um, I think I, 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 after that, I noted, this is the greatest production meeting I've ever had. Yeah, we came up with like a lot of different ideas, like the podcast within the podcast, within the podcast. The podcast about the podcast about the podcast. With Benson Tai, with Benson Tai, with Benson Tai. So we have that, and then we had the cannibals and cars getting Californians. So, and like the and thing about yeah. getting Peta to complain yeah. about me, so, so I get a, more yeah. get more exposure. We have a lot of like publicity and programming ideas. Yeah, <clears throat> and then we got into a thing about Sam. I am just because my name is Sam. Okay. Nice. And then Dr. the water bottle I brought for you did not have a label on it. Mm. Because I think I grabbed it for a different session that ended up having to get it canceled. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, well, I guess I'll use this for Sam. I'll bring it for Sam. And yeah. it was just like I grabbed it from the pack and the label just fell off. Job, yeah. Like it was like the adhesive the machine had one job and, and it. <laughs> Ruined everything. Yep. <clears throat> and, um, oh, next thing is about me trying to find you to talk to you so that get, I could get you on the podcast. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you so much like stalked me because we, we had the same classes as each other. So I don't think yeah, you had to go through great, great efforts. It was kind of like a bit of a scheduling mess. 
Yeah, but it was a matter of um, like we would have Shakespeare together, mm-hmm. mm. and then you mm-hmm. would leave immediately. Yeah, while I, I spent like a minute and a half gathering all my shit. Yeah, I don't dilly dally. And then, and I, then I would walk outside of the classroom and try to see where you went. My and then <laughs> where did I go? Where you where you went? And <laughs> and I <clears throat> I remember there was a day when. I was trying to do that, trying to find you, trying to pack up my shit as quickly as possible so I could catch up to you. And then I like I didn't know I did I wasn't fast enough to see where you went. And then right. so I was gonna walk over to the music building for my guitar class. And then I saw you walking in front of GSU. I'm like, there she is. There I went. And uh, <clears> there <throat> there you went. And then I, I figured I would approach you to to talk about the podcast. And here we are. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were, I mean, here, here, we here there we were. There we were. And now here we are. In December. On the last day of December, no less. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's New Year's Eve, guys. We're doing this on New Year's Eve. Yes. Happy of, New Year's, of, everybody. Uh, I'm sure it will. December 31st, 2020. It will not be New Year's when you hear this. There is no way. <laughs> there is no feasible way that you would hear this on New Year's. Yeah. And then, um, oh, Dr. Dan from Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah but we were just talking about like this yeah dr dan was this old like he was old like in like his it, 90s, like yeah. late 90s like a retired doctor yeah dr dan and he was in our shakespeare class and he was there like he was not in pursuit of any additional degrees i mean because he was a fucking he was, doctor he was auditing he, yeah, he was just chilling. He, I think the first day he said he was there because he was curious. And then he proceeded to like roast like young people. And he <laughs> was like, he was like, young people don't know what gone with the wind is. You don't know how to balance a checkbook. You do not know how to write in cursive. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I don't. No one told me that I didn't know how to do those things until now. <laughs> Well, we, uh, we both know how to write in cursive. We both know how to, wait, yeah, I think we discussed, I don't know necessarily if one has a need to, per se, like, balance a checkbook in these modern yeah. times. Um, so I get like what I he, don't. yeah, I get what he means by that, but it's like, why would I need to worry about doing that when I have no need to? Like, we don't know how to do that because there's simply no real need for it anymore. As for Gone yeah. with the Wind, like... I've read Gone with the Wind. Or have I read Gone with the Wind? I don't know. Negligible. I, I know, know I haven't. I know I haven't. He, I think he didn't even assert that like young people hadn't read it. He asserted that young people just did not know what Gone with the Wind is. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know if I can say that I've like entirely read Gone with the Wind, but I know what Gone with the Wind is, and you cannot and it's tell racist. me that. It's, yeah, and it's racist. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm not entirely concerned with like reading up on it. Um, um, and also, yeah, we know right. how to write in cursive. Oh, I got just, that. Just we don't we don't need to, <laughs> we don't use it unless we're doing signatures. Yeah, and this says dick signatures on the list. You got into a thing about like <gasps> signing yeah. with a dick. Yeah, no, because I worked at um. I worked at an ice cream shop, I think, like, my sophomore year of college. And I remember we had, like, one of those, like, touchscreen um, mm-hmm. devices where people would, like, slide their credit card. And then you could, like, you can pick a tip to add to it on the touchscreen. And you could also, like, 
you have to do your signature on the touch screen. And so many people would just like draw like X's for their signature or like smiley faces. But I remember like one day a guy just came in and he was like a dick. I am. That's my signature. (laughs) And then that got me wondering about, is there a legit, is there a situation where you can legit use a dick as your signature? I mean, yeah. I mean, like if your name is Richard, (laughs) obviously like when it, when you're doing a transaction on an ice cream store, it doesn't fucking matter what your signature is, but on legal documents, I wonder if there's like a way that you could create a dick with letters and you could justify like, (laughs) no, this is my signature and those are my initials. And this is what my signature looks like, and you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> my that is my name. It's um it's my name. That's me. I don't know what letter. My name. It's it's the number eight. <laughs> <laughs> with, and the, yeah, how do you make it on a keyboard? Eight like equals a bunch of like the equal signs and D. Did capital D and then a bunch of tilde. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> <the other end. laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I don't know. Actually, tildes go over ends, but this is the one that, that like the approximate sign, just those. Yeah. A bunch of those at the end after the D. For you know what. <laughs> for, for you know what that is. All the kids at home. Draw it on your keyboard. <laughs> Make type one right now. <laughs> if you're listening to this, type type a dick on your keyboard right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna type one to 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 say I'm right. <laughs> Great, bring it on. Send it. Okay, there we go. There it is. Just like I remember it. <laughs> Back <laughs> in the good old days. <laughs> what simpler times this brings me to. Yeah, and um. Okay, so last few things. Back when um, I recorded, um, we recorded that episode, it went on so long. We talked about so many things. Yeah. And I usually write in the show notes, like I try to pick out a bunch of, a few things that we talked about to put in the show notes. But like, I would have to, um, I want to include enough things that it covers like the majority of what we talked about. So it would have to be like 10 things. Yeah. We have like, this list obviously is more than 10 things. (laughs) <laughs> topics more, way more than 10 topics <clears throat> and then I was talking about how like that was the longest thing I'd done up until that point we went on for L, about 2 hours and 15 minutes mm-hmm. have you had a longer podcast then, since then? I'm sorry? Oh, I was just asking if you had had like longer recording sessions since then or if that remains like the yeah. Um, yeah, because now that we're, I'm doing it remotely, like it's yeah. just me sitting in my house, them sitting in their house, and that we can go on for, we spill into like a couple hours or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, up until that point in February 2020, the longest recording I'd done before you was with Professor Striff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that was only so, about an hour and a half long. Yeah. And then you so said, suck that, Dr. Striff. Suck and, that, Dr. Striff, because I came out on top with my severely long episode that was not able to be released but let it be known that it and, is the true longest episode and and then you i mean of course you you immediately re, like withdrew that like suck that dr shift yeah, so, right. i'm not 
Please, I'm not serious. Please don't yeah, call like, my don't, mom. <laughs> please don't call my mommy. I don't. I don't think. It, yeah, I don't. And I don't even know Doctor Striff, so it's not my place to say like "suck it, Doctor Striff." So it did not mean any uh, <laughs> disrespect to Doctor Striff. None at all. You see, Doctor Striff, I spend more time with Benson talking about nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who came out on top? <laughs> it was me. Well, I mean, <clears throat> your. I mean, your recording wasn't released, so I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess I didn't come out on top. It didn't come out, period. It didn't come out, the episode. It didn't come out. It didn't, it didn't come out. out on top because it didn't come out. Period. <laughs> and then the very, I think the very last, one of the very last things we talked about was Sam should be on again to review the episode, which is what we're doing. Yeah, and so we did it. But yeah, we I did it. We did it. There it, it is. It only took us two hours and 38 minutes to... <laughs> That's yeah. even longer than the original episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it makes sense that talking about the things from the original episode would in turn end up being longer than the original episode, I guess. <laughs> it makes sense. That's up. Checks out. And um, I think we we had joked that if we're going to review that episode on the, the, the quote unquote second time you're on, this has to be twice as long as the first episode. Yeah. And so we have to so fulfill if it. the original episode, if the first episode was two hours and 15 minutes long, this has to be we have to go for four and a half hours. 430. <laughs> 430, 430 hour. Four hour, 30 minutes. By the way, we don't have to if you don't want to. No, no we can't. I have literally, in the year of 2020, um, and I'm sure for much longer, I do not have anything to do. When I'm not at school. <laughs> this is my life. Hold on. I am going to take. Let's. Can we pause so I can take a bio break? Bathroom break? Bio break? Okay. Yeah. Bio? Break? Yeah, I don't know. We, we call them at my job, like when we're saying we're going to oh. the bathroom. It's like bio break, like for your. I thought you said bile, as in B I L E break. <laughs> yeah, no, I just do uh, spew out some bile real quick if you uh, don't mind me just lady things just girl things <laughs> spewing actually, out I'm bile this, actually I'm going to keep this running so that it all stays one file I'll just cut okay. this out later so yeah. you, you can go take your bile break I'm going to go take my bile break <clears throat> guys I also went on a bile break bio break bile break yeah. expel bio. your bile from your body what are you been sitting there no, I, I just got back. You're good. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So I guess now that we're done reviewing the, the first episode that you're on that has not been released. Yes. Um, we can now talk like normal humans. Yeah, we can have, you can hear my dog barking, but she'll get over it soon because she's not even barking at anything. She's yeah. just sitting there throwing a fit. Yeah. By the way, when I, um, when we went over the, um, how I drove out an hour just to podcast you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I also was going to say that, um, uh, I I I shaved, trimmed my nose hairs, uh, wore contacts, and put on pants just to do this. That's amazing. Yeah, you don't have to do any of that in the year 2020. But yeah, I appreciate that you are wearing pants because you don't. I mean, with these Zoom calls, like no one sees below the. This is it. Like I definitely have had. There was like a week where I was working from home because there was a lot of COVID cases in our hospital. So I was yeah. home and I like 
was just not wearing pants that week. Like that was just a week that my coworkers would only see me from up here. So that's all, that's all I gave them. That's all the effort I would put in upper, upper half of the body. And for anyone wondering, um, I trim my nose hairs because my nose whistles. (laughs) Yeah. Not that you can see them or that the viewer would see them, but I guess it's just, um, that's so interesting. So does it like, it really makes a difference for you to trim your nose hairs and like record audio. If there's enough hair in my nose, it, when I breathe in, it will whistle and you can, the mic will pick that up. Wow. (laughs) That's some uh, mighty nose power you got. Maybe mine does that. And I guess I just don't really notice it because I'm not recording audio all the time. Kind of like how you're not aware of how loud your voice is. Or... Yeah, because I'm not recording audio all the time. So I have to take that into consideration. But now I do because my voice is configured at um, a 10. Or I don't know the... like what the measurement of that is. <laughs> well, my... oh, there, was, um, there was a time in my life when like I've... The first time I trimmed my nose hairs was, I think I was like 15 or 16. Wow. And I, and it made such a difference because <laughs> you felt different. My natural, the maximum amount and length of nose hair in my mm-hmm. nose, like it was enough. I'm pretty sure it, it impeded my ability to breathe. Jeez. Yeah. I like have never laid hand on my nose hairs. And don't touch those bad boys. I guess I haven't felt the need to. So the very first time I trimmed my nose hairs, it was like it kept it kept coming. <laughs> like, the hair, it's like that like magician trick where they like swallow the, yeah. the like handkerchiefs and they pull them out. Yeah. That's your nose hair. Instead of handkerchiefs, it was just nose hairs <laughs> that were tied together. <laughs> like, I kept pulling them out. I'm like, why do I have so much? How did I get so much nose hair in this nose of mine? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and so, like, I've never gone more than, like, a few weeks without trimming my nose hairs now. Damn. Because damn. That's a thing I feel like most people, like, don't even pay mind to is the nose hair. But you're out here, like, taking care of those nose hairs. I need to breathe, Sam. <laughs> I need to do this to function. This is just how I live. <laughs> this is my life. I need to breathe and not, like, cat capture myself whistling into the mic via my nose (laughs) via my nose hair whistles so is this you're in well we talked kind of about in this last podcast and i guess this one about like your weird credits at uheart or at school so is this like your last it's not your last year at uheart this is year three out of four okay almost there benson almost there uh, almost there. Yeah, and what a what a strange time it is to like be going yeah. to your school. Yeah, it's um, it's weird. Um, I mean, and, um, do you and, feel like do you feel like you've learned things with like online classes? No. Oh no, no, no. no. Because I've yeah. taken online classes before, back like at my community college, where mm-hmm. it would actually be like an actual online class, mm-hmm. and like just, it was teaching yourself. Yeah, it was you buying I, a textbook and teaching yourself. Yeah, because I had taken some online classes at UHeart when I had fallen behind with some of my credits. Um, and I like don't remember a goddamn thing about those courses, except that I had to take them. And I had to get them in there somewhere. 
But yeah, it's really difficult with the online learning because it's kind of just like a teacher posts a text and it's just like, all right, go wild, have fun. And I don't know, it's just a really difficult (laughs) way to learn, like self-directed. And you're supposed to be able to trust yourself enough to not get distracted by all the different things that are on your computer in class. It's like, no, no way. Well, I mean, I spent, I feel like I've spent more time teaching myself non-school things. Yeah. It becomes And I have actually learning in my classes. Yeah. It's interesting that it becomes hard to learn when it's like assigned to you. I don't know. Yeah. Because like when we first got sent home back in spring 2020, I decided to, for, for, for one, I was like trying to learn more about recording because mm-hmm. as we've discussed, I don't know, I, at that point in time, I didn't know anything yeah. and wanted to like get new machines and whatever and new microphones and new stuff. Gadgets. And I decided to set up my fancy, semi, semi-fancy DSLR camera to use as my webcam. Nice. Which you're, though, uh, you're seeing me through right, yeah, right now. But the viewers won't see you. They don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. But, and everyone who's ever had a class with me in the, in the past semester, you, this is what I've been using as my webcam, my, <clears throat> this, uh, this fancy uh, camera here. <clears throat> and also, um, because I wanted to, I figured if we're going to be remote for a lot of things, I might as well, um, appear prepared and like, Oh wow. Benson's got a microphone and yeah, like Benson's a really nice a, camera. Well, I feel like just the fact that you have, your webcam on <laughs> yeah it's like a lot because don't a lot of people with this like remote learning they don't even have their webcams on or their microphones on yeah yeah, yeah. a lot I, I i did a session with dr cinch the other week and he talked about how like i'm the only person who consistently has their web their camera their camera on mm-hmm. well, also because i want to show off that i have a, uh, a decent camera yeah that you have your shit together over there <laughs> yeah but most people because like, i decided uh, to like camera. turn my room into my studio slash office space nice. and like i want my camera on so that people can see i have a decent camera and also to show off my room i guess that's true you can see like all your guitars and stuff yeah i have so. a thing on the nice. wall to hang my guitars i have my keyboard over here yeah. um i have this microphone stand holding a microphone that's in yeah. my face look like very set up yeah I feel like it must be I don't know like I said I'm super glad that like I graduated and I don't have to deal with like taking online courses because I feel like it would just be a fucking train wreck and now I'm paying for your sins Samantha yeah now you you are carrying <laughs> my torch here you go Benson here's the torch <clears throat> you caused COVID Sam now now I have to suffer who for <laughs> I caught COVID. It was me. I wanted, I wanted, um, I wanted time off from school, and so I caught COVID. <laughs> That's my rationale. Yeah, we we talked about having you on again before yeah. the semester and before you graduated, but but yeah. then everyone got sent home. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like I said earlier in the podcast, I feel like everyone kind of just thought it was going to be like an extended break, and that we were all gonna like be together again and then it just like didn't yeah. happen <laughs> they like kept uh they had like scheduled i think a graduation for the class of 2020 for december and then obviously because things aren't better 
than they were when they first canceled graduation. They're yeah, they're not having it. They're not rescheduling it. They're kind of just like, all right, go off into the world. You're done. <laughs> it's over. <clears throat> yeah, now I don't know what I'm gonna. It just this feels weird, and mm. it especially feels weird now that we're on the eve of 2021. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, I feel like with, like yeah, go ahead. No, please go ahead. I forgot what okay. I was going to say. Great. Love it. Well, I was just saying, I feel like with like every <laughs> single year. Oh, my dog. Doggo. I don't know if a mailman is here. Wait, no. They already came. Um, all right. They're not barking, so that's fine. But I was going to say, I feel like with every New Year's Eve, people are always saying like, oh, what a shitty year that was. Like, can't wait for it to be over. Like, I feel like people always kind of have that attitude. Um, but I feel like. That's definitely like a big thing this year, but it's almost like I can't, I don't feel like we can expect 2021 to just magically be better because it is a new year. Right. But I feel like I kind of, and I feel like that's kind of a thought process that people have behind new year's regularly anyway. It's just like, well, if you want to make a change or if you have like a new year's resolution, quote unquote, like just start doing it. Like you don't need to wait for January 1st at midnight to become like this whole new person or to do the things that you want to do, like just start doing them. Like a new year doesn't necessarily mean anything different, but I guess I I understand. (laughs) Guys, years are made up. Yeah. Like we like, like things are going to still be, we're still going to have coronavirus and things are still going to be bad, even though it's outside of that 365 day window that we just completed. Yeah. But also, guys, years don't mean anything. We made it up. You realize years are a year to us is literally the amount of time the Earth takes to go around the sun, right? That's all it is. There are other there's such a there's such a thing as a Martian year. A Martian year, yeah. Other because other planets have like shorter days, longer days, shorter years, longer years. Also, years don't actually exist in the real world. They're just things made up by us so we can categorize time. So we can figure our shit out and we don't even, we didn't even figure our shit out. Calendar don't do nothing for nobody. (laughs) It's like, it's so interesting because I feel like everyone, we all like agree that like time is made up or that we made it up so that we have like a way to measure, I guess, time itself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we're like, we can't do away with clocks or calendars. Like no one's, no one's advocating for that, but it's just so weird that we're all like, yeah, this is fake. Like we made it up, but we made it up so long ago and we've been doing it for so long that like, if Saturday isn't Saturday, man, I don't know what I'll do. Like we yeah, and like, not having like a, like Monday through Friday, Saturday through Sunday. I can't fathom not having like a calendar to, to operate yeah, by. Yeah. And the fact that seconds, minutes and hours divide into 60 into each other, mm. like that was just, yeah, we just the way like that. someone decided to do it, and we stuck with that. Yeah, like we could have been like, "Fuck it, a minute is twenty hundred seconds. seconds." Yeah, like wait, who picked sixty? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's actually like some like complex science behind like why it is, but I don't know. I feel like it's just so long ago that no one questions why we're doing it. We're just like, yep, it's I'm pre- weird. It's I'm made pretty up. sure it is just because it's, um, it was a, that was the form that was around. And then people were like, yeah, it works. It's fine. 
yeah, so we stuck it. with it. Yeah. So here we are. Like, like we said before, time time is fake. Time is fake, everybody. <laughs> Destroy your cat. Burn your calendars that your grandma and grampy got you for Christmas. We always get like a we always get like a calendar every Christmas from my grandparents. So we're gonna burn it to get rid of the notion of time. So listeners at home, burn your calendar. Destroy your clocks. It's like it's like the bonfire of the vanities, like but. The Bonfire of the Vanities. I'm not familiar. Um, that was a thing that happened in Italy when there were a bunch of people who were like uh, suddenly like really religious or whatever, and they oh. decided to burn every all the vanities, all the like oh. um, like Our the quote unquote yeah. useless things like yeah. art and whatever. They're like, the yeah, burn it all thing. because we don't need it. We just need our heavenly. Our heavenly things that will get us to heaven. Well, yeah, our our material objects, our earthly things that we need to get rid of are our clocks, our calendars, new year, new us, time is gone. We're just going to try something yeah. new in 2021. Just no time yeah. anymore. Yeah. And I don't mean to um, uh, mangle the momentum of the podcast, but yeah. uh, one thing I wanted to, I, I was thinking about saying, back yeah. when I was talking about being a remote student was I yeah. got into a thing where um, I would play, I would basically pl- I would play music in like the waiting room while when everyone's went before class starts. Mm-hmm. So for everyone who was like waiting for, uh, for class to start, I would like plug in my guitar or my mm-hmm. keyboard and I would, mm-hmm. I would just play music. I would be, I was, it was the blackboard lounge with Benson Ty. Yes. I love that. That's kind of cool. Do like does conversation like do people respond to that like audibly like do people let you know their thought to that or are people just so like in like no camera no microphone mode that you don't even like have a gauge for how people are responding to like your uh, music? people would, would respond like um, like this one time when uh for survey 1 of american literature dr singe i i did i was playing i was playing for like 20 minutes waiting for class to start oh okay so this is so you're talking about something that predates online learning yes no i mean like i mean like in the for, for the online, online learning oh, okay. when we so would we be did, meeting we didn't take american survey together for some huh? reason i did, we didn't take american oh, survey this is survey 1 this past semester Okay, I guess for some reason in my head I made up that we we took that together, but I think it was maybe no. We different. took survey two together. Oh, okay, that's why. So we took a survey, <clears> but um, there was one time when I was playing guitar for like twenty minutes, waiting for class to start, <clears> and it turns out I clicked on the wrong session. Oh no! What class? But there were right? other people who also clicked on the wrong session that were give, oh, like giving me okay. feedback, like "Wow, this nice. is nice," that's and then nice. they realized they're on the wrong thing, and then they leave. I'm like. Oh, that's that's what the title of this session is. This is not the right one. I have to go, and I was late for class. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, I feel like professors only expect as, you know, technological difficulties, like clicking the wrong Zoom link to happen in the, the age of 2020, the year yeah. of our Lord 2020. Which, uh, this was on Blackboard Collaborate, actually. Oh, so see, that's not even one that like I mess with because I don't have any use for, for Blackboard in the, the post-college world. So for me, it's been Zoom and Google Meet are the only 
ones that I've had to wrangle with. But so has Blackboard like created their own sort of in-house Zoom or Google yeah. Meet? Okay. Yeah, it's their own kind of like video conferencing um, service, which is in, in inside Blackboard, which okay. it's been around, I think the oh, first time I it. saw it was when we were sent home in the spring. Uh, I wonder, I, I bet it probably existed before that, but it probably yeah. became prevalent <laughs> because yeah. of that. And then I don't think you would have had any classes that... No, because when we were first sent home, like I said, I only had one class with Julie once a week. And yeah. honestly, before even before we had been sent home during that period a lot of the times we would do zoom calls for class anyways. Like sometimes yeah. my prof- like Julie would just be like, do you guys want to do a zoom call today instead of like meeting in person? And we would just be like, yeah, okay, sure. So like we just kind of kept up with using zoom throughout the semester. Yeah. We didn't really, I didn't, I wasn't aware until just now that blackboard had its own like video meeting conference. Yeah. yeah it was like, I think they might've probably, it probably existed beforehand. Yeah or they were working on it. And then when the mm-hmm. pandemic happened, it was like perfect opportunity to put this up. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's like push. So, like, I was using, yeah. So like for spring 2020, I was for the latter half of the semester, I was using it for like classes, okay. like, like um, for, for a bunch of classes. Mm-hmm. Damn. I wonder if you'll have to do, I don't foresee this going away next semester. And I wonder if you'll have to just like finish your senior year in a pandemic. Because, I don't know, I feel like if you had asked me in March, I mean, like I've said a few times at this point, in March I thought we were going to get like two weeks off and then it was all going to be over. And, you know, in like April and May, I definitely thought it would be over at this point even. And now I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to stop trying to formulate like a guess on when this is going to be over. And I'm just going to say it'll be a while. It'll be a good while until we get the normal back good, good while good while before we're there <laughs> yeah it's gonna like even now that like a vaccine or multiple vaccines are like mm-hmm. in circulation it's not yeah it's still it's gonna take time to like vaccinate people yeah. so it's not I, it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be a while i was supposed to get my vaccine um i think the first time they told me about it they said they're gonna call you on the 23rd of december to get it and then the 23rd of December came around and no one ended up ever calling me in to my work to get it. Oh. So I was like, what's happening? Like, am I, am I getting it? <laughs> um, and then my boss sent an email saying, okay, well, you'll get it not this week, but you'll get it next week. And then, mm-hmm. so then that next week, which I think was then what, like the 28th or something, like a couple of days ago, I waited around for a phone call, still did not get one to call me in for the vaccine. Um, and they told me that I will maybe be getting it on Monday, but I oh, don't know. If, I don't know if they're going to push it back again because every time the day. Samantha, that I'm not I'm, important enough. Yeah, I'm not important enough. I'm not on the top of the list. So yeah, it's been weird with like the rollout because like some hospitals are getting it quicker than others. And I think with mine, we've had it for a while um, or not for like a while, but for at least for that week that they first initially told us that we were going to be getting it. I think they must've had it, but I guess the distribution is just 
it's not going as quickly as I think they wanted it to overall. Yeah. But as soon as they let me have that shit, I will, I'll drink it. I'll inject it. I'll do, I'll do, <laughs> I'll do whatever they need me to do with it. I don't think you drink it. You don't drink this vaccine. It's a normal. <laughs> no. What vaccine do you? I think I think the polio vaccine. Oh or, yeah, yeah, the polio. Yeah, yeah. There was a drinkable vaccine, but this is not one of them. Dude. Unfortunately, I would throw that back like like shots. Your first drink of 2021 is the COVID-19 vaccine. vaccine. Absolutely. Let's get, let's get wasted on this vaccine. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's it's not going. Let's get wasted on COVID-19 and then get wasted on the vaccine. Yeah. Just get like absolutely but delusional from being sick with you're COVID-19. You're dead. You have died from COVID-19. And <laughs> then you're trying to shove a needle into <laughs> a dead body because you want to vaccinate it. You oh, know Jesus. it's dead. Oh Jesus! That was just wasted like resources. Save some for the rest of us, bud. But yeah, so uh, hopefully. Oh wait! I'll oh, oh wait! Wait! One oh, thing. Wait! I forgot. I was gonna. Ah yeah. oh, shit! Fuck! It's gone. Fuck! Oh no! 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 I was going to. I intended to ask you at the top of the podcast Perfect. what your grade would have been. For the first one we did, I agreed. Oh well, I didn't. But you back. didn't even listen to it, and <laughs> that's um, that's an F, F for I didn't see it. I the work doesn't get to or, me. It's an F, zero, incomplete, Incom- incomplete. <laughs> because Turn you didn't. I mean, it was sent to you. You just didn't review it. Yeah. So you can't you can't grade what you don't do. I would have I would have graded the conversation we had as an A, but the quality, the, of but it. the recording as a D because oh. I did a terrible job. Oh, See, like I just didn't want to listen to it because I was like, it's gonna be fucking painful to listen to. Like my voice is gonna yeah, sound it's not painful necessarily. It's just gonna tickle your ear, and if you do, if you of course, if you expose yourself too long, it's gonna like tickle, tickle it, yeah. like a like a not it's gonna, great. It's gonna do lasting damage. <laughs> and we don't like that for our ears. Not a big fan of our. No, I. I mean, even though I do have lasting damage on my ears, I don't like. I don't like having it. I, yeah, yeah, that's ass. How old are you again? And you have already ear damage. I'm 24. Yeah, I feel like I'm just like falling apart, even though I'm only 23. I'm just like, damn, it's only going to get worse. Like. If- <laughs> For like for me, I've been experiencing like kind of bad like back issues, and I feel like a lot of it stems from the fact that we went remote or like earlier in the year. Obviously, I'm I'm in person with my kids, like I like I said this year, but there's still like so much like hunching over at a computer that was just suddenly added to everyone's day. I feel that it just like really fucking took a toll on my back. And it just like it was just like, oh man, this is like what getting older and being older is gonna be like. It's just like constant back pain. And it's only going to get worse until I die. <laughs> I mean I also have back pain that's been worsened by the fact. Yeah. <clears throat> like I think because this chair sucks that I'm sitting in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I probably should get a new one, but also <laughs> You know, sitting at a computer for days on end. 
And yeah. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm lucky that I, I've set up, I've had this set up in a way that my monitor is up higher. So I'm, I'm not yeah, craning my neck like this a lot. Yeah. But, um, but it's still, um, like, I'm, 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 I'm feeling it. I'm kind yeah. of falling apart. Feeling Human, it. Humans weren't meant to just sit in chair and stare at screen, even though sometimes that's what in we chair. sit in chair, stare at screen. Um, <laughs> just like bullet point out those things sit in chair i use that word when few words do trick (laughs) exactly (laughs) but yeah humans weren't meant to just sit in chairs and look at screens even though it's what we choose to do even when we're not obligated to do so through virtual meeting virtual learning but here we are getting back pain at age 23 and 24 i mean i've I've had back pain for a long time because i'm overweight Mm. and sedentary but (laughs) That might do it to you. <laughs> I I can't say I like really noticed back pain for myself until this year. And it was mostly because it was starting to like, it would be back pain and then it would be like upper back pain and then it would be like my neck and then my neck would like give me a headache and I would get migraines. Yeah. So it kind of just like progressively became like all of these things. And I suddenly was like, oh, yeah. fuck my back and my everything. And Samantha may, at we're in the in our video chat. She she may you may have noticed me cracking my neck a lot. Oh me oh is that what you're doing? Because I do that shit too. I have not really been. Is that what you're doing? Okay. Yeah. I've because noticed that. Oh, I do that much too. Thing is, this only this only like presented itself within like the last year, year and a half, or something like that. Yeah. Like I never really cracked my neck before then, but now yeah. that um. I spend, I think it's um, spending a lot of time at the computer and also like maybe not sleeping in the best position ever. I think so with me too. Like my cat is now my neck is like always stiff and I find myself needing to crack it, which is not what you do is what not what you should do. Yeah. I, I started seeing like a chiropractor for it because I would do like, I, and I still kind of like crack my neck throughout the day, but that doesn't actually like provide like that doesn't really fix any any issue. It, just it like, literally does not fix anything. It's just like the, it's a it like um, like quick relief. Yeah, and honestly, for me, the reason I started seeing like the chiropractor is because just like doing the like neck snaps. Like even when I could get it to crack, like it wouldn't even provide me with any relief. It like maybe in the moment. Now. But like long term relief, I was just like, nope, my neck is still stiff. I still like can't move it as much as I should be able to. So now I pay a professional to like crack my shit up for me. And it's really good. <laughs> and actually, I feel, I feel like it's Walk really into helped. the chiropractor's off, crack my shit up. Like doctor, just fuck me up. Like that's how <laughs> that's how I felt like going into it because I was in such pain. Like I had never considered getting a chiropractor before because I was just like what do I need that for <laughs> just fuck my shit up Josh. Uh, I thought you were going to stop at doctor fuck me <laughs> <laughs> doctor doctor <laughs> doctor blow out my back in as many ways as possible <laughs> yeah um, doctor fuck me and then fuck me up <laughs> In this order. <laughs> yeah, me and my doctor, yeah, we don't we don't fuck like that, but she does like fuck <laughs> me. 
Tito fucked my shit up. Look like what? <laughs> Wait, hold on. She fucks my shit up by cracking my back and my neck. Okay. And that is, that is the end of our our relationship. Let's <laughs> not go any further than that. <laughs> I, so I, sound like someone, I sound like someone who's trying to like convince their their spouse that they're like not having an affair with the chiropractor. <laughs> no, honey, she cracks my back and like that's it. I go home. That's all we do. We just she cracks my back and that's it. Honey, I swear. <laughs> It's no funny business, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm not sleeping with the chiropractor. It's just we sometimes like tell you the jokes. Your wife is like, you've been like you've been going out for long hours, and you say it's the chiropractor, but I just don't, I just don't know what you're doing if you're really at the chiropractor. No, honey, I am. I am at the chiropractor. But, but the chiropractor is not open that late. No, you see, I go to my chiropractor's house and then we, and then I, we, I, we, we, they break my stuff. They break my bone. <laughs> they crack my bones, all of my bones. <laughs> they just crack my bones. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I do sound like someone trying to like explain their way out of the fair. <laughs> Doctor like chiropractor person, fuck me up. Fuck, fuck me up. Period. Fuck me, and then in parentheses the word up. <laughs> in the upwards direction. <laughs> so yes, I do recommend um, getting a chiropractor if anyone out there is in severe back pain. They will crack your back yeah. and nothing more. Most likely, if they're like a, if they're, if they're an honest like practitioner, they will just crack your back with no funny business. Yeah, and then maybe crack something else. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we hope not. <laughs> we hope we hope no one's being like hit on by their chiropractor. Cracking boners. <laughs> Oh, cracking boners. That sounds like so, ow. Like, I don't even have those parts, but I feel like I felt that. <laughs> I feel like I just felt my boner get cracked and it hurts. <laughs> that that joke was sitting there the whole time. The and boner that... crack? Well, yeah, I'm surprised we left it alone for as long as we did. <laughs> I'm proud and of I decided, us. well, yeah, I, I decided, decided no, I have to do it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> when you see the opportunities, you need to take them. When I see the opportunity, I seize it. Yeah, seize that boner crack. <laughs> <laughs> boner seizure. <laughs> That's just like a completely different. So we had like the boner crack, and then we had like the boner seizure. <laughs> As in, like um, seizing your property, including your boner. But boners also boners, boners during boners while having seizures. Jeez. Oh, seizing <laughs> a wait. What you think I was saying the first time? Then I was thinking like a boner having a seizure, like a boner. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a like a boner just like like freaking out. Like freaking out. Well you out. could say a boner is a seizure, kind of. Uh, it's and I I feel like a boner or no, I feel like a seizure it, rather. It, it, a seizure is too much going on up here yeah. in this head, yeah. and then a boner is means is too much going on down there in that that's, head. That's true, but I feel like, I mean, I guess when I think of a seizure, and this isn't to say that all seizures are like this, but when I think of a seizure, I think of like the the rapid movement that could happen, like in the body, like throughout. You yeah. Know? Um. So that's like I pictured a boner doing that, like just like lots of movement with an erect. Like a boner. <laughs> I uh, speaking of boners, let's segue. Speaking of boners, so I have um I have a student, wonderful wonderful student of mine. His boner has or, seizures. No, not that I know of. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please go on. Um, but I have a wonderful student who is not officially diagnosed with dyslexia, but who I think has dyslexia and who my coworkers think have dyslexia. And the student himself thinks that he has dyslexia. And hold up, I'm gonna, I'm even gonna do us the honors of pulling up the real thing that he wrote, if I can find it. Actually, that might take me too much time. So I'll just start to think about what it is that he was writing but yeah we think he's we think he might be dyslexic because he tends to like make very careless spelling errors that don't even you know like really resemble the word that you know he's trying Mm -hmm. to spell um and I'm not going to pull up the actual like work sample because it'll take me a while to find like where it lives but I remember once in some writing that he was doing he was talking about um he was talking about college football. He was like super into football and super into sports. And he was talking about how he's been watching like a lot of college football recently and how he thinks it's like better than the NFL. And he said, I think one of the reasons that it's better than the NFL is because people who are in college football have the opportunity to get free erections. And, <laughs> and, I, and I remember just after school, I was. I was staring at my computer and I was trying to figure out like what did like you didn't mean erections like that that you did not mean erections um and I showed my coworker I was like I want you to see like what he wrote because this was a coworker who like I wasn't even just trying to show it to him to be like haha kid said erection but I was like do you know what he's trying to say? Like we talked about him being dyslexic. Like, do you know what he's trying to say here? And we were like looking at it and he was like free education. It starts with E and it ends with I O N, but he wrote erection and not education. I remember I was, I, so we went to school the next day and I like, I sat down with the kid and I was like, Hey, like we've been taught, like we've been working on some of your writing, like you're doing really well. But like, remember how we talked about how you should like always proofread something before you turn it in. And he was like, okay. And so I was like, did you see like the comment I left? Cause I left a comment like on the Google doc and I just like highlighted it. And I wrote like proofread your work. I don't think this is what you meant to say. 
And so I like in class, I just like pointed it out to him and he looked at what he wrote and he looked at the word erection that he wrote and he just looked at me and he said, what is that? And I was like, oh no. (laughs) 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 And he's like, he's an older kid. He's 17. So I was just like, I don't, I don't think you don't know what that is. So (laughs) it was it was just this like awkward I like didn't I didn't know if he maybe really didn't know what that word meant if the word you know erection wasn't in his vocabulary but maybe like boner is I don't know um but I was not about to try to I was not about to break down yeah, I was not trying to break down an erection to a 17-year-old boy um, on that on that faithful day. So I just I just kind of moved on and I said, well, I think you meant to spell education. And you it, that's just not what you spelled here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you have it. Now there's some like some guy at a baseball game handing out free erections. Free erections, free erections guys. Come get your free erections. Here. <laughs> I, I, I know. It's like when it said free erections, I was like, what could that possibly be? And then I thought to myself, I was like, well, maybe college football players like do in a way get like free erections. Like maybe he's meaning to say that they get like a lot of action in the school, but, but I, I know that's not what he was saying, but I was like... All, I mean, all erections are free. <laughs> that's not true. I guess if you are like paying for sex or paying for porn, I guess you would be buying that erection. I mean, sort of, but not... Sort of. But like in the- you're, you're more than capable of giving... Yeah, like you're in charge of your own erections. Erection. <laughs> that is that is your own responsibility. So no one can, no one can. I am in charge you. of my own erections. Yes, this great personal responsibility that I've been gifted. These erections are mine and mine alone. <laughs> yes. So that was the the story. No one is influencing my erections. <laughs> See, well, that's the no thing. Most of our erections are influenced, but that does, you're you're right. That doesn't mean that. I mean, getting well, yeah. the erection I mean erections are influenced. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess um, like when you're when you're a younger kid and when you're like starting to really get through puberty, sometimes erections aren't influenced and they're just like there. I've heard like phenomenon. Yeah, I've heard phenomenon of like teenage <laughs> boys. Like getting random boners in class and like having to yeah. hide. Like I, re- I refer to them as unintentional spontaneous boners or USB. <laughs> USB? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's one thing I never had to deal with growing up as someone who does not have those body parts to do those things. You don't, you don't get boners? Sorry. No, I don't get, I don't get boners. Unfortunately, <laughs> my my boner has not been influenced to to show itself yet. So if you were, <laughs> if I was properly influenced, maybe I would have a boner. Is that how that works? Did we? Did do you remember in that Shakespeare class? I think we brought up the fact 
one time that kind of like in Shakespeare's day, people believed that like if you behaved too much like the other, like the opposite sex, that you like could just become them. Or like if you like exerted yourself like physically like too hard and you had a vagina, if you exerted yourself like too hard, then you would just like your vagina would like pop inside out and you would then become a man. I don't, I've never heard of this. You've never, that was, that was definitely reading that we had to do for, or I don't know if it was reading that everyone had to do for Shakespeare, but I remember that there was a point where we kind of like, at one point or another, you would individually be in charge of doing the reading and also some of like another article that supplemented the reading. Okay. So that might've been yours that you did. I think, yeah, so you might okay. not have any familiarity with that, but I, like, distinctly remember reading that and being like, what? <laughs> and I, thought, I thought it was interesting, too, because in Shakespeare's time, like, they, would ca- they wouldn't cast women in plays. They would cast yeah. boys as women in plays. But it made me, like, wonder, like, oh, were they not concerned that, like, these young boys were acting too feminine? Like, were they not scared that, like, their genitals were, like, going to go inside out and become, like, a vagina? Because that's kind of, like, <laughs> a thought that they they had. So, I don't know. Yeah, good good talk. <laughs> good stuff. Real you good say stuff. we should stop now? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how much further we need to go with. I mean, unless you have, do you have further thoughts on the any Audi? <laughs> that's kind of like what it is. It's like, it's not what... that's kind of, I feel like how they treated it or thought of it. Hold on. Like so penises or Audis? Yeah. Yeah. It... And vaginas are <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I guess I, I guess we could <laughs> Yeah, I guess we could we could move away from that topic. Okay, guys. Um I guess we could end it. <laughs> first of all, I'll have to put in the show notes like the um, the first part is us reviewing the first episode and the real, I guess the quote unquote real talk doesn't start until like two hours 40. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so if you want to listen to not even an hour of us quote unquote actually talking. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you could like bookmark it. Like actual conversation starts, starts here. It's like, what, why, what the hell did they spend doing for two hours? Yeah, like, and what, they, what were they doing for the, the, like, what's that big setup in order for them to actually start talking? What's all that? It's still talking. It was the preparation. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was us getting into the, the mode. It's the foreplay before the actual conversation. Podcast, podcast <laughs> foreplay. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what what classes are you taking this semester what is your your workload for the um for the semester that just happened or this coming semester yeah i guess i didn't realize that we're kind of in the middle of those two things yeah i mean i guess what will 
let's talk about what classes will you be taking to to wrap up your junior year. Um, okay, so no, I'll, I'll tell you what I just took. Um, so this past semester, I just took Survey of American Literature One. We love. Uh, effective right. teaching one. What's it called? Effective teaching. I think I took a class. That's like, isn't that such like a lazy class title? They're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Effective teaching. I mean, it's effective teaching one, colon, and then something long that I don't, uh, I can't remember yeah. what it is. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Got it. Cool. And then methods of teaching secondary English. Cool. Cool. With uh, um, Julie. Is that with Julie? No, with uh, Paulina Claire. Oh, I love Paulina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that... See, I, I forget, like, the different titles of the different courses I took, but that must have been yeah. the class I took Paulina. That's awesome. I love Paulina. Yeah. And, I, and then, um, I think... Wait, hold on. I just... I cannot forget... Forget I remembered the rest of it. Let me look in my Yeah, man. Like, what the schedule. fuck was the semester? Um, I also took an acting class. Ooh. What do those look like? Do you have like, do actors have special uh, masks that they need to wear or does a regular mask suffice? No, is that this a, is like, a, like an introductory kind of class for non, non act, non-acting majors. Okay. So in it, so, so I assume that it was virtual. Was um, it some virtual? of it was. Oh, okay. It was hybrid. Hybrid. And, um, class. I took a, yeah, I took a film history class that was remote. Okay. And then a, a course, at the heart school called sound technology. Ooh, does that help? Which you is about, doing it's like a survey course about recording. Oh, okay. That sounds cool. So that, that sounds useful. Like, do you, have you learned anything that you've been able to use for yeah. like podcasting? Oh yeah, That's definitely. Good. Yeah. Like I, I already knew quite a bit going in, but like, nice. so I, I could, I did well and was able, I had a, a foundation mm-hmm. of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah. I learned way even more because, like, like I learned about how an analog tape machine works. That's cool. Yeah. That's, like, an older piece of – I mean, well, that's cool, but it's also, like, do you plan on ever using that kind of, like, media? I feel like that's, like, a dying, a dying medium almost, like, I mean, tapes. I mean, probably not for me. Um, yeah. And – but it's, it's cool to know what came before – our current age of digital recording and how that, how all that stuff worked. And I might like, I still don't think I'm, I wouldn't be able to run a session on, on tape. I would not know, but like, it's, but it's cool to see like how, like the ideas and concepts present in the age of analog recording and how those, the same things are Mm -hmm. transformed or rather translated into digital recording. How like, you have terms that don't necessarily make sense tradition it like literally when you're talking about digital recording, but they're carried over from the age of analog recording. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. they say like print this thing, mm-hmm. like print this track, that's literally yeah. them talking about when they would print the actual recording onto physical tape. Yeah, like and you now, don't need to say that anymore, but it carries like the same sort like of that's like the, the Yeah, so it's like the jargon now to quote unquote print like just the latest track, you yeah. know, lady so digital track, print yeah. it, print it, print it. That's so interesting. Yeah. I know a lot of, um, I mean, I don't think I know anyone who uses tapes as a means to like record primarily like recording directly onto the tape, but I do know a lot of like musicians and bands who will release music like on tapes because it's like a yeah. cool 
collectible kind of like hipsterish item, I guess. So they're starting yeah, to make. Like, yeah, I feel like they're starting. I don't even feel like I even want to say like a comeback because I know so few people. Like I know so many bands that make them, but I know so few people who have the means to listen to them. Um, so I feel like I don't know. I have some tapes, and they're kind of just like these cool things that I have that I'm not able to listen to. Like obviously, yeah, you can I also have a few tapes that I can't listen to. Yeah, and like you can listen to those albums presumably on on other yeah. formats, and you can know what's on the tape without actually playing the tape. So I feel yeah. like it's almost kind of like it's just like a cool thing to collect for a lot of people. And I'm sure if like I'm sure there are people who are very like, no, I actually like listen to the cassette tapes and like da 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 da. But I don't know any of them. I, I actually own a bunch of vinyl records, but I don't have a turntable to play them. I am in the same boat right now. I have a bunch of records. Um, and I used to have like one of those, what are they called? They're called, I don't know. I don't know what they're called. They're those turntables that are in like the, suit, like the suitcase, um, like record yeah. players that are kind of portable, mm-hmm. but they're super, they're super shitty. And yeah. I guess. I've just like heard that. And again, I'm not someone who knows anything about like audio and gear, but I feel like I've just heard so many people being like these players, like they actually scratch up records really badly and like ruin them. So I was like, Oh, I kind of like don't want that to be my primary way of like listening to these then. So, but I, I haven't really, I don't know, invested in a real piece of equipment for, for that. Yeah. I've been thinking of getting a turntable and but like it'd be one of those really multifunctional turntables where it is you can play records, but you can also insert cassette tapes. Yeah. Uh, radio yeah. like okay. radio, Bluetooth, um, insert a USB stick or whatever. Yeah. To to play yeah. like the those ultimate cool. kind of um like an all in one kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I remember in college I had a roommate who just had like a really old turntable. And it worked really well. But yeah, it was like a really old turntable that we would sometimes have to like adjust the belts to, to like get it to yeah. work. But it when it was hooked up correctly, like to speakers and everything, it was like bellissimo. It sounds so good. <laughs> you got to do the chef's kiss. <laughs> bellissimo. So you're not doing field work of any variety or practicum or of of any oh i think i i think i would have for effective teaching but it's the but uh covid permitting it's not it's not happening right now and so then for the next semester um the things i'm taking are if i can go to my other schedule um it's uh i'm gonna take modern health concepts oh gosh (laughs) cool cool i remember that class one of the yeah. classes that I think I had in the evening, like the seven thirty to nine fifty block. Yeah. So that's kind of where I was at with that class. <clears throat> uh, reading in the content areas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember I took that sophomore year, but I don't think I was not supposed to take that sophomore year. I just like ended up in it early for some reason because yeah. it's in my schedule. Say lobby. Yeah. And then effective teaching two. But currently, I'm the only student in the program who's in that part of the sequence. Oh, gosh. 
So is it just and you? now Julie has advised a bunch of like first or second year students to also, but to take that, but they haven't taken the effective teaching one yet. Oh, geez. Okay. That's so interesting. So just so that like we can have a sizable class. Yeah. And it not just be you, not that yeah. you wouldn't be like a wonderful one-on-one student for Julie, but just, yeah, yeah. I can see the university's hesitation to run a class that just has one student in it. Yeah. In fact, if, if they were to, it's, it's going to be taught by Jennifer Hawkins. Oh, I love her. I love Jen. Yeah. Awesome. The thing is, if it was going to be one per just myself, like it would basically like cancel Jennifer's class and it would have to be done as an independent study that Julie would take up. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, I guess. So, I guess so she is, it, so she is like trying to coax these um, underclassmen yeah. to take it without mm-hmm. having taken the first course yet, just so that we can have enough people in the class over to be in the actual class. That'll be interesting because I I remember from what I remember of effective teaching is the first one you kind of like just really learn how to make lesson plans for the first time. And like your like culminating thing that you do at the end of the semester is you present a lesson plan. But then for effective teaching, too, I remember we had to do a unit plan. But yeah, I I think other than kind of like, I guess, where you would be at with that. I wonder if there is a way that Jen could, I'm sure there is a way that Jen could make that work where you would be kind of at your pace with what you need to do. Um, and the underclassmen could be at their pace with what they need to do. Even though I feel like first learning to do a lesson plan, at least in my experience, it was like, so like intimidating. Um, and then like by the time you get to effective teaching too, and you have to do like the unit, plan it's it's much easier to make individual lesson plans at least that was like my experience but I at first when I was first introduced to like the planning out of a lesson plan it was super overwhelming so I wonder if you'll just be surrounded by a bunch of super overwhelmed like freshmen and sophomore while you're kind of just like I got this I'm gonna make a unit plan it could be that that. (laughs) I'm gonna make a unit plan that was very Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just watched Elf, so that's the latest form of Zoe Deschanel media that I've consumed. I don't know of yeah. anything else she's in, or I know of things that she's in, but I don't watch other things that she's in. New Girl. Yeah, I don't watch New Girl. <laughs> that's like the only thing I can really like name her from. But I didn't want to be like, oh, her thing is only New Girl, but it might be. It might be her only thing. So I'm also taking Introduction to Professional Writing. Ooh, nice. That's awesome. Who is that with? Which is, I don't know yet. I don't think they have an instructor listed yet. Okay. But it's like, because as uh, someone who's enrolled in the College of Arts and Sciences, I have the choice between, actually, most people who are enrolled in ANS have to take, what is Academic Writing 1 and then Foundations of Argument, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember taking that. As a transfer student, I can choose between Foundations of Argument or Introduction to Professional Writing. So I figured, well, professional writing, that's basically like writing emails and sounding formal. Mm -hmm. Like that's what the course description says. I'm like, okay, I'll do that instead of Foundations of Argument. Because I've I've already spent half my life writing persuasive 
essays. So I don't think I need to do that ever again right now. Yeah, I think if you like know what like pathos, logos, and ethos are, you don't really need to take like foundations of arguments. Or like you said, if you've ever written like a persuasive essay, like an argumentative essay, like that that's it. You got it. (laughs) And then I'm also taking a couple of film courses, which will round out my uh, cinema curriculum. And you'll Uh, film, yeah, film analysis. Nice. And then uh, cinematography. Nice. So will those be classes where you have to like create a film at the end? For film analysis, that is um a film studies course where you like watch movies and write about them. But cinematography will be a production course where you're expected to make shit. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Are you excited to make shit? <clears throat> Not really, because I don't know how to. I mean, I have a shit. I have a degree where I, I, so part of the curriculum was to take fo- photography classes and I did well in them, but I honestly am not, I don't know much about photography, even yeah. less so photography in motion or cinematography. Pictures. Then so, moving like, so I've been wanting to take a cinematography class for a while just so that I can finally learn like what to do and. So I can look like I know what I'm doing in terms of yeah. using a camera. Yeah. And so like, I wouldn't say I'm ready, but like, what else am I going to, the, the reason to learn, the reason for taking the class is to learn about it. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's okay that you don't know the, the things just yet. So like when, so you are a film major. So like when you think of, you know, like being a film major and like having like a film degree, like what, I guess, like, what role do you see yourself in, like, film? Like, is it, like, behind a camera? Or, like, do you want to, like, write films? Or do you want to um, do it all? I want to be the person who does it all. Like, mm-hmm. so far, I've produced a few things in my time at the university. Mm-hmm. Like, short films. Yeah. And one of them was an actual, like, film film. Like, not a documentary. Yeah. And one, that one, what, well, I was also an actor in that one. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, and I was, the thing is, I was, I was a cast and crew of one. So I was literally the only person working on it. Nice. Trying to make sure that I'm directing myself as an actor and like trying to make sure I'm in focus. <laughs> that makes sense. Working with yourself before you're in charge yeah. of directing other people. Yeah. And no, but also because like I, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the people of the kids in the uh, cinema department. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do this myself because I don't want to work with these people. But also like, I want to, I really want to like be the person who knows how to do all the things. Yeah. Well, I feel like that makes it very practical. Especially like like, a person who does all the things that's desirable. Like, um, like when, when I started the podcast, that was my, push Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. me learn about recording sound Mm -hmm. so that I could like know what I'm doing there and also like taking that that sound technology course this past semester and you know I just because I know how to write like I've done writing I've I've written screenplays like I know how to write yeah I guess I know how to produce and direct now because I've been doing a lots of a lot of uh, little projects by myself Mm -hmm. so I know how to do those things I can write music. 
I can write and record music now for yeah. my for my films. Yeah. Like um I can I can act in a thing if they're like if there's no one else is there. If I must act in the thing, I can make it happen. <laughs> oh please. Don't make me act. <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard myself say me. So, <laughs> so, so I heard myself cast myself. Okay. I guess I'll act. No, I I'm actually then not that I'm big fan. Of, I'm not that big a fan of myself acting, but you know, so I can act in a pinch, I guess. Yeah. And now I feel like the the one thing missing is the, oh, like, I also know how to edit. I, I've also I've been editing videos since I was like eight or something. Okay. Damn. So I'm, I'm good there. So the only thing missing is like knowing how to work a camera. Yeah. Yeah. And not just putting it on auto. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, with your nice camera that you're on right now, it's just set up. It's it's stagnant. It's in one spot. But like you said, it will be the the moving picture that you have to master. <laughs> moving picture films. <laughs> they move in pictures. Yeah, yeah. Them, them newfangled moving picture films. That would be Them newfangled movers. <laughs> the movers. <laughs> so do you know if that class will be like in person or not? Um it's gonna be hybrid. Um we're it's a it's a meet meet once a week kind of class. Okay. And like that makes sense because we have to like work with cam like we have to be able to touch cameras. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you have to actually have the thing physically there and learning how to do yeah. it. And that will be the last semester of junior year. Yeah. For you. Are you excited to? No. Yeah. I feel like school like isn't very exciting right now. It's hard to like feel optimistic about, I don't know, even classes that one would be excited about originally. I mean, like, I was excited for the recording class this past semester, mm-hmm. but yeah. the class takes place in the recording studio, mm-hmm. which it's full of a bunch of equipment mm-hmm. and you can't yeah. distance. So we ended up not, we ended up being in a different room. Oh, So See, we couldn't, like, look at all the cool shit or listen to stuff on the on the speakers that were in the studio. So is you heart like really good at observing like these social like distancing rules? Yeah. Um like with uh, the classes um if there are a if it if it goes past a certain number of people that are in the class, they'll split it up into like an A and B group if it meets twice yeah. a week. Okay. That makes sense. We're just like I feel like when they opened up schools and they were not, and not even just I feel like universities kind of have more like leeway with this kind of stuff than like a say public school would um, where they have to fit like so many kids in a class and they don't have as many teachers to be able to cover all like the different periods of classes that they would need to chunk kids into socially distance safe groups and stuff. And I don't really know, I guess what it looks like in a public school, but I know where I'm at. Like, we're so, like I said, we can only have three kids in the classroom, depending on the room, like, give or take maybe, like, one or two bodies you can add in there, depending on the room. But, like, my kids are fucking awful at wearing masks. Like, they're really (laughs) fucking bad at it. I'm sure that that is true for, like, public school and anyone who works with 
with young children is kids are just like really bad at wearing them. Um, and when it comes with like the, the social distancing, um, we just like, even though, like I said earlier, I'm working with like a pretty small number of kids, like 20 to 30 kids, we don't have like enough space for each class to be capped off at three kids. Like we have more kids than that so we sometimes will have to like do shit where we'll put like a desk in the doorway and we're like you are sitting there that is your spot for today Um, (laughs) or sometimes I've just been over capacity like in my room like we have to kind of mix around the groupings for the kids quite a bit because you know they it's not a regular school where the kids are enrolled for the whole year they're in a mental hospital so they're hopefully aiming to to leave at some point so we have people coming and going and it changes like who is in what what group and what room they're in they also like get in a bunch of fights with each other so some kids like have to be yeah which I'm sure, you know, is a thing in a... And then they film happens. each other fighting, and it's like a Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> and it comes full circle. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't film each other fighting, but they're always, there's always something happening where, like, a kid will need to be moved into a different group. And sometimes there's just, like, yeah. not enough space to have people six feet apart from each other. Like, it's just not realistic in our setting, at least. So been really really interesting in that sense covid i feel like this is a very interesting year for me to have um gotten you know my first big boy job but here i am doing it i wear a face shield at work i find it interesting you said big boy job big boy job yeah what would i say big girl job i don't i wasn't thinking about it that hard (laughs) Big boy. I feel like big boy is maybe not accurate, but it's easier to say. I like the alliteration, big boy, as opposed to big, big boy. girl, big boy. So, so that was my, I don't know. I don't think there was a thought process behind it. That's my favorite Bob Dylan song. You're a big boy now. Um, You're a big boy. <laughs> Spelt with a B-O-I. Boy. For those listening, the real title of that Bob Dylan song is You're a Big Girl Now. Um <laughs> And that uh, that Fergie song, "Big Boys Don't Cry," <laughs> for yeah, that that Beyonce song. If I were a big boy, <laughs> if I were a big boy, <laughs> an I, the I is important. It changes the pronunciation and the inflection. <laughs> boy, boy. <clears throat> Very good. All right. <clears throat> um, we're, I guess we're coming, we're coming up on four hours now. Yeah, we aimed for what four thirty. Oh no, we don't have to do four thirty. Um, <laughs> I think we did double. I feel like we did double what we had originally. And even if we didn't, the the viewer or the listener rather, the viewers, not, <laughs> yeah, they're not viewing. <laughs> they're listening. Um, but the listener was not even aware of how much time we spent talking last time because they didn't hear it. It's lost media. Yeah. Um, lost but um, actually, this might end. This might end up not being 
quite four hours because I do a thing oh, yeah. where I cut out like yeah. long pauses and stuff. So yeah, yeah. so whatever. I don't want the wanna... magic of <laughs> the magic of editing will get us to where we need to be. Um, but uh, or I could just leave it all in, including the where we took a bathroom break. <laughs> yeah, just for like five minutes of us in the bathroom, just that long. <laughs> I brought my microphone into the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And I brought, I want the listener to have the experience with me. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm kidding. I don't have a cable that long. Um, (laughs) But if you did, that's the only thing keeping you from bringing the microphone into the bathroom. Rest assured. This is me. This is me going potty. Guys, Benson is in the bathroom, actually. He's been in the bathroom this whole time. (laughs) No. He records live from his toilet. <clears throat> but the podcast with Benson Ty live from the toilet. <laughs> Hell yeah! I don't think I did, I don't think I delivered that quite the way I wanted. Okay, oh, that, that's my, really this is me giving myself notes. <laughs> You're so. like we could that could be better. <clears throat> the podcast with Benson Ty live from the toilet. There that was it good. is. That was good. I thought the first one was good, but that was good too. <clears throat> <clears throat> Well, I think um, I think we uh, I think we we tied it up. I think we got it right. I wrap. mean, the kids filming each other, Guy Ritchie movie. We got the, it. All. Um, we're going four hour. We're up on four hours. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, giving myself that. producer notes about my performance on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and we reviewed the first episode that no one now, no one but myself and Doctor Sinch have heard. I can't. That's so. That's so odd to me <laughs> that Dr. Sinch has that Dr. Sinch, like that only, I mean, I was going to say only I, you and Dr. Sinch have heard the podcast, but I haven't even heard it. I guess I was just there for the birthing of it. But now it's like, <laughs> it felt like, you know, because it wasn't released, it was kind of just like between you and I, but I guess it's between you, me and Professor Sinch, <laughs> which I think is so funny. <laughs> I love that. Like he got to uh, look, take a take a look see into that episode, the content of that episode. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like well, Doctor Sinch is like the only person I know who like is like a self self professed <clears throat> self professed because um, he professed he's a professor. Um. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he's a professor who is also a self professed like avid fan of the podcast. So I felt okay. like, sh- I felt like sharing that with him. That's cool. He I'm told me like my podcast is in his, in his top five. Nice. Damn. And it, it's the only one that doesn't deal with politics or sports. Oh, I don't pin him as like a sports guy. Really? Oh, that's he like, he kind of, like, guess- he loves baseball. That's cute. Baseball is a cute sport to really be into. Baseball is a funny sport. I would go to a baseball game with like a foam finger and like cracker jack. I would just like, I don't know anything about baseball really, but I would just like to go to like make a day of it and get the foam finger. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't particularly like baseball, but in high school, like, I would go to like the high school's baseball games. Which were usually like during the day. Really? I mean, some of them were during the day. 
on like okay. a weekend or something. And it's just, it's like a nut. And there are, aren't that many people there. I mean, there's enough people that it looks like a baseball game, but it's not yeah. like a whole lot of people. So it felt yeah. like a nice thing to do. You know, yeah. grab a hot dog and hot dog. get a foam finger. Just be like, hang out with some friends. Like it's because you can, if you're going, if you went to a movie, you're watching the movie, you can't talk to people during the movie. But yeah. at a baseball you game, can, you can watch what's you can watch what's happening on the field, but you can also like talk at a normal volume with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You could hypothetically do those things in a movie theater, but the other theater goers would not take kindly to yeah. your malarkey or shenanigans. But yeah, it is <laughs> nice to like those events where you can like talk to people as it's happening and not have someone in the back row shush you. Or make some passive aggressive comments about you. Yeah, like bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Get out the theater. Get out of here. Bitch, get out the theater. Damn, that sounds like a very like specific person. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know who, but it sounds like you could be that person in the theater telling me to get out of the theater. Like I believe <laughs> you. That's some good acting right there. You're playing. What if there was a if they were cool. a complete stranger, but they like say a random name to happen, they happen to get it right, and it's your name. Oh Jesus! I mean, I do have a pretty like common name, um, so they could they could get it. You could pull my name. My name is definitely like you can find my name on the magnets that they sell at Hallmark. And or, they shit. Just, or they just say, "Get the hell out!" Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah, Felicia. Everyone is Felicia. Felicia <laughs> is all encompassing. Even if your name is not Felicia. <laughs> Felicia, if someone is saying goodbye to you, if you're pulling some shit and someone says goodbye, Felicia. <laughs> I don't think they would say it like that. Like, farewell, Felicia. <laughs> goodbye, Felicia. Oh. It's like very casually. I want to hear that song from the Sound of Music where they say goodbye, but interjected with Felicia. <laughs> I'm sure with the power of like editing, that could happen. You could make you could, I could. Do that. I could arrange that version. You could. And you, yeah, you could like wholly write, record. Well, you wouldn't write it because it's already written, but you could write your own, you know. The parody of. A parody version. What's the official title of that song from Sound of Music? Is it. Is it So Long? It's just So Long Farewell? Or. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. But but everyone knows the song. Yeah. And so I would, I'll make a parody of that called. Excellent. So long, farewell for Felicia. Farewell, Felicia. <laughs> Got that alliteration in there. Farewell, Felicia. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, all right. Do you want to stop? Yeah, we could. We can call it. Yeah. All right. Um, guys, time of death. Call it. Time of death, 528. <laughs> uh, passed away at 528 p.m. on December And on the recording released the the raw recording time of death how long it is it's 403 ish 403 four, yeah. four hours all right yeah. all right, all right. Uh, i just want to thank you for being on the show yeah thank you for having Again, me Here, even so. though this is the first episode of yours that will be released yes i will see the light of day our yeah. our covid quarantine zoom call podcast yes <laughs> and um uh, how do you feel being a semi-returning guest? 
Uh, feels good. The the Benson. I was gonna call it the Benson podcast, but that's not the name of the podcast. It's the <laughs> it's the podcast. The podcast with Benson Ty is is a good place to be. So I'm glad you were gonna say that. I thought you were going to slip and call it the podcast with Ben Sam. With Ben Sam. With Ben Sam. Yeah, the Ben Sam podcast is a good place to be. Um, I'm glad to be invited to to have these conversations, even if. The first one didn't see the light of day. It's still just good to to chill, chill and chat. Chill and I think um, I don't think I'm pretty sure you you haven't peaked any at any point during this. Wow, one. that's really good. I'm proud I mean, of you, me. I mean, you you got up there when, but I'm sure I don't I'm think you, I don't think you actually peaked. So I, it, this might and of course and also now we are recorded on separate tracks. So yeah, I'm pretty, so- I'm confident that this one will make it. Did you say this will it will make it or won't? I'm confident that this one will make it. Okay. For some reason, I was like, "Did he say won't?" I'm glad you said. I was like, "Fuck." Sam, it's shit again. We gotta do it again. Whatever, man. I would. I would. Turn the shit again. Let's <laughs> have to do it over. Like from the so, top. we'll have to review this episode review and how this episode reviewed the first one. The review. <laughs> that would. <laughs> And then that would be the podcast about the podcast. About the podcast. About the podcast with Benson Ty. With Benson Ty. With Benson Ty. So that's <laughs> and that's what we've been, and that's what we've been talking about since the first one. So we're like, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. We're making it happen. <laughs> Amazing. So that means the next the next time I have you on, yeah, which, which will happen. Would you like to be on this again? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. I'll do you would it. Totally, you would be down for a th- quote unquote third appearance. Yeah. We'll do it. If we can do it in person one day, we'll do it. But if not, we'll do this. Fuck it. Okay. We look, so right. stay tuned. Well, um, uh, thank, thank you, Samantha. Yeah. Thank you, Benson. And um, I think I'm, I think the first time, the first session, I decided to name the file and the episode Sam Nikita's. Yeah. But now I think I got for some reason I got into the thing of just referring to you as Samantha in yeah, in all yeah. the text. Yeah, do it that way. They can't. Whatever the fuck, just honestly, like make a fake name for me. <laughs> just like make a fake first name, but like in the audio, like obviously my name will not be the thing that you upload. Hold on, what? I'll refer to you as whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever the fuck, Nikitas. <laughs> no, just whatever. Don't even whatever middle name the last name fuck. Yeah, full name whatever the fuck. <laughs> Not my birthday. <laughs> I am a mystery. D- d- the episode title is whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that will that will throw the listeners for people for will loop. see it's four hours long. Brian Sench is going to be like called what? whatever the fuck. <laughs> They're gonna be like, is Benson okay? <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like they would see something that is four hours long and is titled "Whatever the Fuck," and they would just be like, "This must be uh, like the ramblings of a madman." <laughs> they, like, and, I mean, it, it, I mean, it half, and the thing is, half the episode is the podcast about the podcast with Benson Ty with Benson Ty. So you could say, yeah, it is. <laughs> you could say, yes, it, it is exactly that. We've turned it into exactly that. 
Well, I get, I think this has turned into basically the podcast, the one the podcast you wouldn't like, which is a couple of friends like having inside jokes. And yeah, I mean, we were addressing kind of like an inside conversation, but I felt like we made it. We but I guess it it's work. different now because you're one of the people on the yeah. on the show. Yeah, here I am. I'm a person, so they <laughs> tell me. They tell me. I'm a so, so they tell me. So they um, tell me. I'm- all right, so yeah. um, uh, thank you, Samantha, thank you. Yes. for being on the show. Um, this will now. This is the longest thing ever. This is not the longest thing ever. Records I make. Um, so suck that, Sam, from the first time. Uh, suck that, Doctor. I don't even remember the Doctor. Uh, Professor suck, Striff. Yeah, suck it, Professor Striff, and suck it, me from February. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, those, uh, it's good talking clothes. to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah my closing statement is suck it dr striff and sam from 2020 or i guess it, i guess i'm still sam from 2020 right now but suck it sam from february of now i remember specifically you had said suck that dr striff oh wait oh please please don't suck that i don't even know dr striff please i don't call my mom <laughs> Don't tell my mommy. Don't tell my mommy. Please. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, thank you, Sam. Okay. Yes, thank you. Um, it's good right. talking to you. you uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year. You and the listener. 2021, it will be a year because we said so and we made calendars for it. Yep, because we said so. We said so. We co- because we as people collectively said so. Yes, because humanity said, here we go. Okay. Um, All right. I'm finding myself, I'm finding it more difficult to sign off on these things. Like I yeah, keep, I I keep prolonging the so long farewell of you just saying goodbye, yeah. Felicia. Do I need to do, so we can just end it here and you can cut whatever out. But do I need to do anything on this browser website that I'm on? For, for keep your it end. open. Just keep, keep it, it open. open. Okay, so I won't even touch it. Cool. You can okay. take care of that. All right. All um. Right. Uh. Thanks, Sam. Bye. Bye, Benson. <laughs> <laughs>